What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Robin Akiva need a podcast and they need your help. Can you make it on to the wheel? Robin Akiva need a podcast. Yeah, they'll find themselves. Your ideas, they'll talk about it till you've got it. You'll feel every weekend. You better attend. You can guess what will be coming up next. Robin Akiva need a podcast. Yeah, that's right. Robin Akiva need a podcast episode number 172 around the Nicole Horn where we are going to be joined here by a panel here where we will discuss topics moderated by the great TikTok Nicole Horn but here with a man who is always around here he is Uncle Kiwi Akiva Winokur <laughs> could have gone much they could have been much worse yeah no, we don't say that word here on this podcast. Yeah, we don't say that word. Okay. I'll take always being around. Yeah. Uncle Kiwi, last week, yeah. you and I did commentary for the film mm-hmm. uh, Willy Wonka and the Jungle Factory. I got to say, we we turned off the podcast. I expected that we might be raked over the coals. I thought, like, maybe, I, I, I yeah. thought like, uh, I don't think people are going to like this one. Probably didn't work. I saw mostly positive uh, feedback. I think we picked I the agree. right movie. I agree. I think I think that's something we learned is like if people care about the IP, then it's uh, it, mm-hmm. it helps a lot with the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but people did not care too much that they were precious about it. No, where, yeah. no, nobody's like, oh, that's my childhood. You've insulted my whatever. Yeah, we brought up some takes nobody had thought of before. I think so. maybe a couple, but yeah, I, I actually listened to it back. I'm like, was this even something that was coherent if you were not watching the movie? And I, I listened to like 20, 30 minutes. I was like, oh yeah, this is making sense. So. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if we and you may not have been the target audience having recorded the podcast already and watched the movie that week. Look, but I could tell if it's coherent or not. Sure, that's true. That's yeah. true. And so I thought that was very. I was very surprised that it it, it seemed to work. People uh, enjoyed it. I heard from a lot of people that they watched the movie. And yeah, I was impressed that people watched the movie. Yeah, yeah. So all right, I think so- we could do it again. We just have to find the right movie. We could do it again. It would be entirely dependent on the uh, picking the right film. But let's talk about the task at hand because we have a, mm-hmm. uh, a star studded panel here today. 
of course. Uh, let's, uh, I guess, uh, first say hello to the woman of the hour here. Uh, the, the woman, the who reason is, for the season. The, yes. Would you the, say the star of around the Nicole Horn, who is going to be doing a lot of heavy lifting today. We're going to mm-hmm. turn the whole podcast over to her. It's the great TikTok Nicole Horn. Nicole, how are you? Feels great to be back. I can't believe I'm on a podcast with my name in the title. This mm-hmm. is like how you guys feel every single week. So great week for my ego and my self esteem. Yes. Okay. Technically, Rob has the name his name in the title every day. Really, if you think about it. No, valid. That's absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Nicole, how's everything going on TikTok lately? It's been a little chaotic. Mm-hmm. This is Coachella weekend, so my for you page has kind of been assessed. Uh, cesspool of influencers so yeah. usually it's more fun on the other weekends when uh, everyone's out sweating in the desert but lots of fun trends still i see david bloomberg he's in the streets a lot of the survivor he's in the coachella streets <laughs> i don't think he's at coachella but he's holding it down while the influencers are there on the survivor front at least i would go to coachella rob if a it was not like really hot outside because i don't like the heat mm-hmm. if it was like in minnesota or something yeah and also if like the bathroom the situation was better. Yeah. 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 If it was in the Mall of America, I think I'd go to Coachella. Look, you know, I don't know how the Mall of America is faring. I feel like that it's mm. been a tough season for malls. Maybe, Probably. Uh, you know, if there are a lot of these retail shops are closing up, that could be a spot for Coachella in the future. Indoor like Coachella. To, yeah, I'd prefer to use the bathroom at the Mall of America compared to Coachella. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. All right. Uh, let's say hello to uh, our panelists here today joining us for Around the Nicole Horn. Uh, let me bring in, okay, uh, first we have uh, back with us uh, here on Rob Nakiba Need a Podcast. Talked about a bunch of uh, different spinoffs uh, with him. So I guess that this is a spinoff of Around the Horn. Please welcome from the Married at First Sight wrap up, Jason Reed. Jason, how are you? Rob, I'm doing good. Uh, I'm surprised that you had me on a show that we're going to be talking about our different opinions. Because last time I was on the show, we talked about how I met your father, and people did not like my opinions on that show. So I'm hoping people like mm. my opinions more here. Okay, well, good luck with that. Good luck with yeah. that. Uh, Jason, did I see, is, is Married at First Sight now uh, on Netflix? Uh, I know it's on Hulu. I don't know about Netflix. It's been on Hulu for a minute. Uh, I'm not sure about uh, Netflix. I feel like maybe it recently got the drop. Let me see. I don't think so. Let me check. Okay. All right. Come back uh, to me. I'll come, come back to you. And of course, uh, joining us as well, uh, fresh off of the critically acclaimed Severance post-show recap, please welcome our great friend and great friend to the Renat bot as well, Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz. Amanda, how are you? I am well. Um, I am, I'm actually, I have COVID, so I've been better, but I'm, mm. um, I'm always extremely happy to, uh, be joining you, Rob and Akiva. Um, it's been a it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I've been on Renat. What was yeah. your last appearance with us? My last appearance, I think, was um, oh, it was Renap X when I uh, gave my. That was very, a while ago. Oh my god! Yeah, no, that can't real, be right. No, it absolutely is. It was my fourth appearance. I was one away from a hat. I, uh, oh, it's hat day, Akiva. <laughs> oh, there we go. I had a couple of pitches out to Akiva, but uh, he he shunned me from the podcast for some reason. So, so yeah. finally, finally I, I get back in it for my fifth appearance. Okay. Akiva, are you familiar with the plot of Severance? Um, no. I know 
there's a lot of like I, I think it's oh I think it's like uh, a guy has a different life at, in work and out of work. He's yeah, like basically a different person. You go, to, you go to your work and then you don't have any memory of your life outside of work mm-hmm. and, and vice versa. Would you like so I that? Guess I was familiar with. Yeah. Do, do you, I, I feel like that's a good way to get people to work like 16 hours a day. Yeah. Like they're not going to mm-hmm. be fired after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those vibes sound rancid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like yeah, Scott. I'd, prob- I'd probably like the show. Uh, yeah. but Amanda. Yes. Are you like, are you in, in, in COVID jail in your house, Amanda? Are you like, like, like away from everybody? Yeah. Oh, oh. So my husband and I both have COVID and our children oh. do not have COVID and they're, they need to be parented. So, ah, I didn't <laughs> so we mm-hmm. we're, we're masked up and, um, our whole family is in COVID jail. Yeah. But it, uh, it's kind of no offense to her, but it's kind of like a pretty like past you know, cool time to get COVID at this point. It's sort of lame to get it in April. No, it's, 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 wow. it's cool. It's cool again, <laughs> Kiva. Right I mean, after cool I got again. COVID, I got mm-hmm. COVID, so it's Is very COVID hot and trendy. Yes. Yeah. The Gen Zer says it's hot and trendy now, so yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with that. I guess there was a point, like, uh, you know, if you, if you got covid back in the mm-hmm. day i mean it yeah. was like national news like you're mm-hmm. you know you're tom hanks you get covid mm-hmm. like andy cohen like you know like if you got it at the right time like uh they mm-hmm. were like people like uh like, cloud city right they lighting candles for you <laughs> yeah. like, mm-hmm. oh, you got covid i was like so what mm-hmm. yeah i guess i was i guess i was misinformed and i uh i thought i was doing something really cool but thanks for uh bringing this to my attention guys <laughs> yeah. Yeah, i guess it would, be like, it would be like if you played with pogs now or something uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, i'll let you guys i'll let you guys know when i get it because when i get things it's usually five years after it's mm-hmm. cool so i'll let you, mm-hmm. I'll let you guys mm-hmm. know yeah it would be uh, very chuggy when, when you got yeah. the <laughs> oh, no oh no yes uh amanda just one one quick thing uh, yeah. on the severance post show recap uh the podcast is done uh really really well i know you just uh recently had uh one of the actors from the show yes yes we interviewed um michael turnis who has a really fun role on the show that was great um that podcast just dropped uh, a couple days ago um actually dropped uh yeah so that would drop would have dropped on friday um yeah the the recap has been doing great it's been so much fun i'm talking to Josh Wiggler and uh, Melissa Woodward about severance. Uh, the show is over, but we're going to do a couple more feedback shows because the community has been super engaged and we've just had such an overwhelming response. Um, and if you haven't checked it out yet, it's a really great show on Apple TV plus. And also it got renewed for season two. And I hope mm-hmm. you keep a seat warm for Akiva and I, if we get to season three, episode oh, seven, we'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think you're going to, you, you, would you be interested in watching season three, episode seven of severance Keeve? I mean, that's going to be like 2025. So I'll commit to that now. Knowing <laughs> no, no one will remember. Out. They're banging them yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, it's an it's it's easy hot. show to shoot. They shoot mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah. like an office space. It's uh, right. It's like, they, they were like, should we make an escape room here or film a TV show? I'm like, uh, all right, let's do a TV show. Okay. Would I like it? Um, I think you, I think yeah, you, you, I think you, you, you watch yeah. a bunch of different stuff. You like the okay. office. <laughs> That's such a loose oh, word. Like Basically the same show. <laughs> You like a bunch of different stuff. Okay. No. Um, Abbott Elementary is oh. the same show as The Office. Hot take. Yeah. Is that a hot no, take? It, it definitely is. It's not. It, that is the, the office. That's the black office. Yeah, that's what it's that a shot is. for shot remake of The Office. It's very okay, good. Points it's all around. Like, it, that's the Jim and Pam of it all. Like, it's the same yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, I know where this is going. Yeah. Um, so it's a great show. Let me say that. It's a fantastic incredibly show. Incredibly great. Uh, imagine, like, is there a, a Dwight? Like, what's that? Is there a Dwight? Oh yes, 
There's um, a Dwight. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So very Jason, very Jason, similar. Yeah. Very similar. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So let, can we explain how this is all going to work? So Nicole has the list of topics. She has the ability to assign points to our panel. If you're familiar with the show around the horn, which has been on ESPN at five o'clock for how many years, Akiva? I think 25 years or something. I don't Almost. know if it's 25. Like low twenties, I think. Maybe uh, low, maybe low twenties, because I feel like that. Uh, I don't even know if PTI has been on for. You're right. You're right. Years. It's probably like early two thousands. It started, I think. Yeah, I think so. Like right around there, and so we have a host with a bunch of topics. There's sports reporters from around the country and around the horn. They are debating different topics that get thrown out. Uh, Nicole, our moderator, will have the ability to assign points, uh, deduct points. Mute the panelists, and at the end, we will get down to our top two scorers who will then face off in a final head-to-head matchup, of course, with Nicole being the only judge that we need to impress here today. As it always should be. Okay. Akiva, is there anything else that we need to set up for the listeners before we get into Around the Nicole Horn? No, I think it's very simple. I think if even if you don't know the ESPN show at all, it's, it's you know, very, uh, we're just getting points. And, uh, we, you know, it's a little bit like at midnight also where you're getting points for uh, our good takes, losing points or getting yeah. nothing for our bad takes. And is, hopefully I'll win. Is the show on actually before PTI or after PTI? It's the Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune of ESPN. Depends what market you live in. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, it's, I'm kidding. Yeah, it's uh, I believe it's on beforehand. It's on beforehand. The host of so. the show that uh, he was uh, originally known as Stat Boy on yeah. the uh, PTI. Nobody, uh, what, what's uh, Tony Rialli? That's in his name. Tony Rialli. Tony yes. Rialli. That I, I refer to him as the Ted Mosby of uh, TV hosting. Nobody cares about him. He's the centerpiece of a show that is widely popular, but really uh, that he's the least famous person in ESPN. I hope he doesn't listen. I hope nobody ever related to him listens. Like, that's pretty harsh. But uh, yeah, I mean, everything you say is right. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think if you walk down the street, like, hey, you know, Tony Rialli mm-hmm. by name. No, I mean he's got almost he's got three quarters of a million followers on Twitter. Okay, what are its tweets like? You know, he's tweeting a lot about around the horn. Yes. Uh about sports. Okay. I think uh Does he have takes? Uh someone tweeted today, I hardly watch around the horn ESPN. What's the point of the points at the bottom for each analyst? Mm-hmm. So Okay. So he responds to haters. Good to know. That's how I'll build my following haters. up. Yeah. You should do that too. Not okay. that you have yeah, haters, but yeah. Okay. All right. Um, oh, uh, Tony Rialli. He liked the Tom Seaver statue. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Definitely know what that is. Yes. Uh, he said about the Tom Seaver statue. Perfect. Seaver had awesome proportions, good thickness, a big face, and dropped down very well. Tom Seaver was thick, <laughs> good, Akiva. Good thickness. He was, he was one of the thicker pitchers. <laughs> yeah. thick. okay. Give him three points. That boy, you're on the board. Okay. All right. Is Tom Seaver thick? Uh, okay. First question. All right. Uh, anything else? So I think we're, we're, we're good. So, all right. So I will now, you know, I'm, I'm back to a lowly panelist. We have our own stat boy behind the scenes. Sam Moore is going to be keeping track of the points. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, those points are going to be updated at the bottom of the screen as fast as Sam can keep up. Uh, for our audio listeners, Nicole will be saying out loud when she is going to be assigning points or deducting points or muting people on the panel. Uh, we will have uh, a couple of minutes to talk about each topic. Uh, we will uh, raise our hands so Nicole can call on us. And uh, there is no speaking out of turn. 
high level of decorum on this podcast as always. Okay. All right. And so uh, without further ado, uh, I will turn it over to you, Nicole. All right. Let's get rocking and rolling. So our first topic, Twitter isn't really the worst social media. I'm going to give it to Jason. Let me know how you feel. Twitter is definitely the worst social media. I, I think more than any other social media, Twitter is the one where you get opinions that you don't want, that you don't need, just butt it into your timeline. The algorithm makes no sense. They don't have any chronological order. They just shove stuff into your timeline anywhere they please it. So yes, Twitter give is them a point. the worst social media platform. Yeah, give them two points, actually. That was great. Give them two. Amanda, how do you feel about that? You want, oh, go want to rebut? I would love to rebut. Twitter is the best social media uh-huh. because it can be a repository for every dumb thought that comes out of my head. One point. And then I post something and maybe one person likes it, maybe two pers- people like it, but I instantly feel validated for saying some stupid thing that wasn't even worth me calling a friend or texting a friend about. I can just put it out on Twitter, instantly get some validation. If people don't like it, point. I can fight with them. <laughs> Two points, two points. Give her, give her a total of three. And Rob, jump in. I don't know how we're saying that Twitter is the worst social media. Uh, uh, what would you call it? Network that you have out there. I mean, uh, I guess uh, if you feel this way, I guess you're probably okay with Truth Social. Okay. Also, <laughs> is the first time. Uh, I'll give a point. Yeah. Are we not talking about Facebook? I mean, talk about, uh, don't even worry about the disinformation on, uh, the Twitter. Is Facebook is people, the thing about Facebook is that people are earnestly believe the disinformation that you see on there. And also, Facebook is trying to pay off, uh, marketing agencies to do hit pieces on TikTok. You know what? Give them another point. That's exact, very valid. Steve, you have anything you want to add? Yeah. So a lot of people made valid points, but they're forgetting the the main player in this. I don't know what truth social is. It's not as bad. Actually, I do know what it is. Still, it's not as bad as it's not as bad as LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the worst Uh, platform. Two points right away. By far, every LinkedIn post is like once I was down on my luck and I didn't know what to do. And then like I had an idea. I would build Tinder for a garbage man. And anytime you need a garbage man, and now look at me, I'm making my own money. If you want to build your own, t- like come to my $195 an hour class that you will, you know, and it, it, LinkedIn is horrible. It is truly, you could get cancer just looking at it. It's terrible. Uh, LinkedIn is the worst social media platform. Well, now I'm not going to send you a happy work anniversary message, Keeve. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I didn't need your connection anyways, Keeve. But also, I do go on social media, and it's always some dude in jorts yelling at me for not waking up at 4 a.m. So I'll give Keeve another point for that. Bring him up to three. Um, uh, do we want to do we do any other takes? Or are we moving on to the next topic? We could move on to the next one, but you should respect the rise and grind lifestyle yeah. more. Nicole. <laughs> yes. I, you know what? I could never be a student athlete, so I would never know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Nicole, if you want to tell us the correct answer also at the end of the segment, yeah. that would be great, too. So Twitter is not the worst social media platform. I think Facebook is a lot worse. I think LinkedIn's a lot worse. There is bad misinformation. So I gave Jason another point. But the reason why I gave Amanda three points is because I love validation as well. I love treating Twitter like it's my diary. And sometimes I forget that like my grandpa can see it. But you know what? The fact that I don't have to think about it is why I love it so much. So I'm kind of in the middle, but it is not the worst. 
And that's on that period. So we'll move to the next topic. <laughs> All right. This one's a little bit, uh, a little bit crazy, but bear with me. Would you accept $10 million, but in exchange, you must drink a bottle of mustard every morning for the rest of your life? Rob, start us off. So while the money certainly would be enticing, a bottle of mustard is an enormous <laughs> amount of mustard. You, you might take this deal. I don't know if you could get through one day with a bottle of mustard. And what happens to the money after you get to that? I don't think you would survive. I think that you might take the $10 million and you'd be dead at the end of the week. And no human being can consume a bottle of mustard a day. Kobayashi is not doing a bottle of mustard a day. I'd like to see the data on that, but you know what? I'll give I'll give you a point for that, uh, even though there's no scientific evidence to prove that on hand. Um, Keith, you want to join? I mean, if mustard is so dangerous, they should have a warning on the bottle saying consuming a bottle of this in one day will kill you. I feel like there would have been lawsuits. You would be reading in the news like once in a while. Hey, you know, Johnny Smith of uh, Bloomington, Illinois died. Ate too much mustard was the cause. Yeah, obviously, that would be gross. But like you got to do. I'm sure people have done way worse things for $10 million than eat mustard. I would happily do it. I would do it for less. I would do it for. I would have mustard. How much would you do it for? I mean, I don't make ten dollars, ten million dollars a year in my job. And give me a number, and I'll pick your points. If my job switched from being what I do now to just having a bottle of mustard, I would have to strongly consider it, and that's a lot less than ten million dollars. So, okay, that's that's my price. I'll give you a point for that. I appreciate the passion. I saw Jason's hand first. You want to jump in? Yeah, listen, it, it, we're, I think it depends on the size of the mustard. There are mini mustard bottles and then there are mm. Sam's Club ah. bottles. Like if you tell me a mini bottle, I'll take it. But if I had to do the Sam's Club bottle, I'm going to spend all my money on cleaners to clean up the throw up every, every morning after I down this Sam's yeah. Club size of, of mustard. So I think it's just depending on the size. But my my industrial thought is no. Well, you'd be puking in your own house. So that's also another um, externality well, you have up. to consider. You know what? Valid. I'll give you a point for that. Amanda, you want to close us out? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I think, uh, you know, my my friend Rob made a lot of great points here about the quantity of mustard and its safety for humans. Akiva said, why isn't there a warning on mustard? I think this is akin to the cinnamon challenge where it seems like you should be able to have a tablespoon of cinnamon, but you can't. Nobody's putting Mm -hmm. warnings on the cinnamon bottle. I also want to remind people that mustard is a toxic substance that's been used mustard gas I mean, I think mustard is delicious. Uh, the money is definitely appealing, but I, I think that this is an ill-advised deal, Keeve. I wouldn't take it. I think you have to keep your job. Okay, mm. yeah, Rob, you wanna you wanna finish up? Yeah, I think also it's very important to note. Uh, I mean, is this spicy mustard? Is this deli mm. mustard? Is it yellow yeah. mustard? I think that that's mm. also yes. a big factor. I think uh, Kiva is a fool for wanting to take this deal. It's not ten million dollars a day. <laughs> a lot or of a mustard year. bottles come it's, in really small it's, sizes. Okay, decorum, also. Akiva, it's, decorum. It's, it's ten million dollars once, and and this is going to be your 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 full time job. I mean, I don't know how many years you have left, but if you divide $10 million by Probably years, less if I'm eating mustard. If my <laughs> diet is mostly mustard, it's probably not as much as yeah. I Yeah. Yeah. Worry, worry about your sinuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every day yeah. for the rest of your life. I yeah. can't believe Keith. You'd get used really to it by day, seven. If, you You'd skip, yeah. by day seven. if you skip a day, do you have to pay the money Give back? the money back. Yeah. You owe them the money. So, due to the logical fallacies, I'm sorry, what? Keith. I'm going to take your point and give it to Rob. Oh, no. 
What about, yeah, I could imagine like, if you have to do it every day, what about on like Yom Kippur? Do I have to like ask a rabbi, oh. like, all right, here's the deal I made. <laughs> but can, can we be innovative? Can we put it on something instead of just mm. taking it to the head the from the whole, bottle? Like, the whole bottle? What do you need to put it on? Giant hot dog? Yeah, like you can have like a few hot dogs a day or like, you know, put it on some, put it on a hamburger. Deviled like eggs, Ham- Amanda? Deviled yeah. eggs? Oh, very Ham- popular sandwich. choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that you know what, what Jonathan what? from Survivor is doing? I think so. He drinks a <laughs> bottle of mustard with his, his ATS. <laughs> does he know something we don't? <laughs> I think he does. I think he's got $10 million. Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I think we've come to some good conclusions on that. Um, I think, uh, I don't know if Rob got that last point that round. I gave him one of Keith's. What's the score update, Nicole? So in my head, I thought Rob has four. Jason has three. Mm-hmm. Amanda has four and Keith mm-hmm. has three. Close um, race. Close race. You know, anyone's in it. You know, but this is where the men become boys, women become, you know, gen- <laughs> you know what? We're gonna just move on. Going backwards? Is- <laughs> <laughs> we're we're getting big. <laughs> men become boys, women yes. become <laughs> That's a horror movie, Maybe? right, Amanda? Mm-hmm. Big is Benjamin- I think that is a scary movie. Yeah. Benjamin Bunn vibes, you know, mm-hmm. casual. Okay, let's move along. Is it murder if it's a plant? Is it murder if it's a plant? Jason, tell me how you feel. Uh, I'm going to say no, because if it is, then I live with a serial killer. Uh, my wife, she is famous for buying plants and killing them. So I'm going to say no. I'm also going to say no, because it's so, too easy to buy a plant. You can just go to a store and buy a plant. It shouldn't be that easy to buy things that can be considered murdered if they die. Valid. Give them a point. Rob? I think it is murder. Uh, if you <laughs> knowingly uh, b- destroy a plant, uh, not you know. Sometimes, look, there's plant slaughter. Okay, you you bought the plant, you forgot to water it. That's that that's you know, no court in the law in the land is going to convict you for that. Um, but if you were like, hey, I hate plants. Guess what? You're a murderer. I don't know how to feel. I'm going gonna, gonna to keep you no points, but Amanda, mm-hmm. go ahead. So, Rob, I, I think that you did make a very important distinction between benign neglect, which, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to say I'm just as guilty of as the as the next person of letting some plants languish to um, the issue of intent. But, Robert, if this is the case, then every farmer is a serial killer. <laughs> are we yeah. charging... These well, Robert already thinks that even before these that. wonderful people who are providing food and feeding our populace with mm-hmm. murder just for giving us the nourishment that we our very selves need to live. Mm-hmm. Can't yeah. argue with that. Give Amanda a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would say that they are. Uh, that that's basically. Uh, I mean, uh, that's what that's what we're doing. I mean, it's it's not. Look, it's for a noble cause. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like uh, you you're just cleaning up the language. But Rob, to your wow. point, if there are people buying plants just to kill them, I think there's probably some other things in their in their history that we need to look uh, look up for. That's how they get started. murder of plants. <laughs> yeah, you when you go to Home Depot, you buy a bunch of plants. They should be asking you some questions. What are you doing with them? Somebody That's should come point. and check I need in. A background. Che- I don't need a background check to buy a plant. I need a background check to like buy a like animal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Akeem, you want to say anything? You, yeah. I'll give you a point for passion, though. I don't want to let you. That I appreciate the the rhetorical analysis. Wrong and strong. Yeah. <sighs> Obviously, I've never owned a plant. I never will own a plant. I I, <laughs> I don't even understand. I don't understand why someone would own a plant. Like I guess aesthetics, but like then get a fake one. 
you don't have to water it or whatever. It probably looks the same, and they don't die. I, I, to me, it doesn't make any sense. I don't. I, I'm sure, like people do it, so I'm sure to them there's a reason. But to me, owning a plant is pointless and useless and a waste of time. Um, Sounds like a but, you're a murderer. Mm, yeah, <laughs> but I will say the type of person, like if you found like actual serial killers, I think that they're probably eighty five percent more likely to have a lot of plants in their house. Are they murdering the plants? No, they're probably taking care of the plants and killing the people. But I feel like someone with a lot of plants in their house, watch out for them. They could, they could be, they could do anything. Wow, that's a really hot take. Oh my gosh, I'm like literally looking at my cactus. Like, am I the problem? I have a cactus <laughs> right here on my house. Oh, mm. Twins. Hmm. Um, so because I, I don't know if I can agree with that take, so I'm going to keep you at three. And I think that brings us to the end of the plant murderer conversation. But honestly, I could talk about this all day. This was very enlightening. Um, but I guess we can move on to the important stuff. Like the only way Dancing with the Stars can survive is if Tom Bergeron is brought back as host. Any hot opinions on that? I'll go no first. hands. Okay, Keith. I'll go first. Entertain me, please. Uh- so first of all, so I don't I've never watched Dancing with the Stars. I don't care about it, but uh, I like talking about celebrity gossip or whatever. So Dancing with the Stars was moved from from Disney to Disney Plus, which makes no sense, right? Because who watches Dancing with the Stars? Probably like everyone's grandma, if anybody watches it. It's like why? There's no way anyone's grandma has Edmo watches and, it. And, and Disney Plus is probably like the youngest skewing streaming service, right? Because mm-hmm. it's Disney, a lot of Disney shows like my kids. If you could only get them one. Well, I don't know, but we could talk about that later. But they I, don't talk about Bruno, though. They don't talk about Bruno. I, I think... Give yourself yeah, so, a point. Uh, has the host ever won on, on Around the Horn? That's a good question. Nutrition. The host, on Around the Coal Horn, I always The win. host always wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't think... I think, Tom, we've had enough of old white guys. I, I uh, think the new, the new host should be a baby. I think that would be fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, hey, yeah. you, see, you see Dancing with the Stars? The host is a baby. They're like... Maybe or how about this? I'm t- I'm changing my opinion. It should be a puppy. Like everyone loves puppies. Now <laughs> you come out, there's a puppy. Maybe there's like someone else helping them, but the puppy's host. Who I would turn in for the first episode if I heard a puppy was hosting. Mm-hmm. Close funny. to getting on board. Uh, Jason, I saw your hand. Uh yeah, I think uh Tom Bergeron should not be the host again. Uh you know, Tom Bergeron's nice, but he's kind of vanilla. I think moving it to Disney Plus gives you a great opportunity to have a like rotating like guest. You can have a uh, guest from from uh, a a host from different Disney pro- like properties. Like it owns Fox now, so you could like have Homer Simpson guest one week. You could have like a uh, CG like or Mickey Mouse host one week. I okay. think you, you can you can really innovate and uh, and have great hosts every week. And since that's possible, and what Keith suggested wasn't possible, I'll give you a point, Jason. <laughs> um, I don't know whose hand I saw first. Um, I'll do Amanda because feminism. Yes. Um, and you can even give me a point for feminism too. I think that's in play. <laughs> point um, for Amanda. But um, so. I I don't have super strong feelings about Tom Bergeron, but I'm just going to say, I don't think that the host of these shows matters that much. The judge panel matters. People want the judges to be good. The cast matters. Like I've watched Dancing in the Stars of the past. If I'm interested in one of the celebrities and then I'll watch it. Um, And like the, I feel like the host doesn't really bring a lot to these kinds of shows. I feel like it's much more of the judges that are carrying that aspect of it. So I really don't think, it matters, but I agree. Like, there's enough of these like crusty old white guys around. Give somebody else a chance. Do something a little different. 
Okay, I'll give it to Rob before I tell you guys how I really feel. Yeah, so I have actually uh, gone through a couple of different evolutions of what I've been thinking, and and listening to the panel has really informed me, and I've I've taken a lot from uh, what everybody has had to say. One, I think Akiva is right, that there's a lot of uh, grandmas that are watching Dancing uh, with the Stars, but are they already subscribed to Disney Plus? Probably not. What are you trying to do? Grow the platform. We need the grandmas. Now they're subscribed. They want to see Dancing with the Stars. Okay. All right. And Jason says, well, maybe we should have new people on every week. But honestly, that's what you're getting from having the people on the show. Amanda says she watches it only when there's people on there she cares about. So cast the dancers for the people that you care about. But these grandmas probably bring back the old host. So keep them happy. Keep new people tuning in by finding good people. Yes. Tom Bergeron should be the host. Bring him back. You'll get the grandmas. They're subscribed to Disney Plus. Everybody wins. Ring that bell. I completely agree. That is marketing 101, Rob. You should be teaching um, a master class in um, how to save Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> well, I do think we can all agree that Tyra should not be the host of the show anymore. <laughs> that was why I didn't give Amanda a point. She said the host doesn't matter. And people were like at Tyra's house with pitchforks. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So that's why I couldn't give her a point. And since Keeb inspired Rob's answer, um, I'll give Keep a point as well. So I think Rob should have six, he should have four, Amanda should have six, and Jason should have five at the end of this very inquisitive round. And like I said, I agree with Rob. Bring back the classics. I love Tom. Tom's a classic. Um, he does, does Tom want to come eyes. back? He, I, I don't care what he wants. It's what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is he busy? I feel like we got uh, Urkel doing America's Hot Funniest Home Videos. Hold Maybe on. That's, just- that's Alfonso how dare you how dare you (laughs) i'm not tuning in because there's no tom yeah tom is the has the longest run i actually looked this up after bob saget sadly passed away but yeah that uh, tom bergeron had almost like 20 years on afv wow Mm -hmm. Ah. oh my gosh it's great that we're talking about retirement because our next question is all about retirement when's it my turn um, so the question is, if you publicly announce that you're retiring, you should remain retired for one full calendar year. How we feel? Rob, start us off. Yeah, I feel very strongly about this. <laughs> Too much willy nilly. I'm retired. I mean, Tom Brady is the forget Tom B, the other Tom B. OK, this Tom Brady mm-hmm. well, that uh, I mean, one of the one of the, the worst people as far as mm-hmm. I'm concerned. Two points. <laughs> Starts this whole thing of like, uh, there's a whole kerfuffle. Is he retired? Is he not? Is he not going to retire? His dad's like, he's not retiring. Yeah, man. Everybody has to like. First off, we wasted the good surprise. Okay, we ended up like having like the specials, and, and then all the people tweeting like, oh my god, number twelve is the greatest. And, and then, and then uh, like, oh, and then it, and then it like two weeks later confirmed. All right, I am retiring. All right, he's gone. He's retiring, and then. He unretired like a month later. What are we doing? And then next year he's going to retire again. And then we got to do this, uh, do this again. You say you're retired. Everybody cries. Okay. Oh, I can't believe it's over. You have to stay retired. That should be a law. You can't unretire. Should be illegal. Can't argue with that. One year, one year. You can come back one day. We'll be excited, but you didn't go anywhere. True. True. Jason, you want to rebut? Listen, I'm a big fan of people flopping and like, you know, one point people, people fail. So I'm, I'm all for you coming back as soon as you want to just to fail again. People coming back from retirement has rarely gone well. 
You know what I mean? So I think yeah. I, I hope that Tom Brady comes back next year. and I hope that he fails miserably because he should have retired. So mm-hmm. I'm all down for you coming back to like, you know, after you left, because you should have left. I think we can all agree that mostly people that retire. Yeah, you should have retired. But, you know, I want I want you to come back and fail. So I'm all for you coming back. No, I agree with that. So I'll give Jason a point. And for inflation, I'll give Rob a point. <laughs> um, anyone else want to jump in? I'll jump in. Is Tom Brady ruining the fun for the rest of yes. us? Yes, he's awful. Nobody likes him. Um, or some, Michael lots J. Of, Clark lots is of, crying. Lots of people like him, but um, I know that he's a he. He is a reviled figure mm-hmm. to a lot of different sports markets. Um, like, should we let him ruin the fun of uh, you know, getting some attention by fake retiring and coming back? So, for example, when Josh Wiggler retired from Survivor, I was thrilled that he came back mm-hmm. within a year and uh-huh. started covering survivor again and we got the wiggle room i, I agree want, i don't want Amanda. him to be shamed out of not being allowed to do that because mm-hmm. tom brady is a drama queen so i just think that while this is clearly an abhorrent example and an abuse of retirement maybe we shouldn't throw the baby out with the bathwater. to be fair i don't know if josh ever retired from uh he retired from survivor 39 for sure uh, i'd have to go back and check the transcript <laughs> Hopefully it's that boy in the background. Mm-hmm. He can help us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll close this out. I think if you do first, I, I agree. If you retire, there should be a minimum uh, waiting period. Also, you should have to give back all the kudos, all the presents, everything. Yes. If you give it back. back. Give him a point. One point. The people who make themselves the retirement parties, like the execrable coach, coach K who did it this year, announced the year early. So we knew every single game he went to, the other team would have to give him a plaque or give him some flowers that he would kill or, you know, or make a slideshow movie for him about like all the times his team beat the other team. It was pathetic. And all year he said, it's not about me. It's not about me. While anyone with half a brain knew the whole thing was just a celebration of himself. It was all about him. And while he has not unretired yet, the I like all the people who've gone through these you know, oh, I retire and then and then I decide not to. It's ultimately making them themselves. And what happens is all the people celebrating them makes it them realize, oh, you know what? I'm so popular. I'm going to stay in it. Anyway, those people need to give back everything. Every tweet. Oh, I'm you know, I'm so sorry you retired. And then you're on retire. You have to return that tweet somehow. even. Okay. And the clout, the followers that came with it, everything, all the clout. You have to give it back. You know what? Can't argue with that either. I'll give you another point. Because you know what? I get a lot of attention when I deserve it. Like this week, attention deserved. That attention not deserved. It's a clear <laughs> distinction. And you know what? I, I hate attention seekers that don't deserve it. So um, mm-hmm. that's my that's all I have to say about that. And also as a Jets fan, I feel like I, I was very liberal in points uh, just out of like uh, personal um, personal opinion. So I had to be fair with that. <laughs> okay. Um, moving along. Is sauce food? Is it food? I don't know. You tell me. No thoughts? Oh, hands. I'll, we'll start with Amanda this time. Um, so, sauce is edible in that way. It True. is like, it is a kind of uh, edible substance, but it's a food itself, I would say. It is not. It does not. Hmm. It is that it is there are like salt is edible. I wouldn't call that food. That's a seasoning. It's something that you put on a food to enhance the food as part of a meal to make it a complete dish. So I think that 
it is it is edible it is can be prepared but it is not in and of itself a food okay okay i can't you know i can't argue amanda i'll give you a point uh, Rob, you had your hand up earlier. Yes, I would like to say that I, I do not believe that uh, sauce is a food. I would like to call in some expert testimony here from uh, a, a man named Mike Turner. Food and sauce. Food and sauce, <laughs> he said recently. How could it be the same thing? Wouldn't it be food and food? Has Mike Turner been wrong yet? Case for Mike. I'll give it two yeah. points. <laughs> uh keith i saw your hand first so uh, yeah i think it's clearly if somebody said hey like what are you having for lunch nicole and you're like you know some tomato sauce that person would never ask you another question again that would be it for your relationship with them they would go and tell all you know the group chat that they're in without you they would go tell them Nicole's like eating tomato sauce for lunch even mm-hmm. there are sauces that are exceptions to the rule. Like if you just had a pack of applesauce, I think that's fine. <laughs> yep. But in general, sauce is not food. It's just sauce. That, like there's no, there's almost no sauce that you can eat plain. If imagine if at work at the lunch, like at lunch, I was just like chowing down on some sauce. They'd get fired. <laughs> that would they be would, weird. They would like be, they'd be concerned. Would that, be, would that be a soup then? Would it be a soup? If it you would be a soup, but it would yeah. be the type of soup that 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 doesn't really. Uh, it would make me look insane, and I would get fired. It soup, would be sauce, soup. not food. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll give you a point for that, uh, Jason. How do you feel? Uh, sauce is a enhancer. It is not a a main dish. Uh, I would I would go with that. We just had a conversation not too long ago that no, almost no one here would need a a bottle of mustard uh, for even ten oh. million dollars. <laughs> and I've never seen anyone just eat like a bowl of ketchup. So like it is sauce is strictly an enhancer. It is not a meal, not a food. Okay. Jason, I'll give you a point, but Rob, you can go in for the for the kill. Yeah, so I, I'm under the impression that uh sauce is not a food. Sauce is a drink. It is a drink food. No. I gotta take a point away for that. No. <laughs> yeah. It's food and drink. It's a drink. Mm. Pour, pour some sauce over ice and no, if you smoke <laughs> yeah. a gazacho, that would be a different Closer story. to a drink than food. Mm. You're on thin ice, Rob. <laughs> you don't eat, eat a drink. <laughs> I, I was not expecting. <laughs> That's a condiment. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah, that I was not expecting the conversation to you know uh, regress, but here we are. And I don't think sauce is a food, but I, I think if it's a drink, that's really we're really pushing pee with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not great. But you know what? I forgot we haven't checked in with the score in a while. We have Robin Lee. 10 points. Wow. He had 11, but you know what? He couldn't help himself. <laughs> we have Jason with the 8. Amanda with the 8. And Keeve rounding out with the 7. But you know oh, what? It's boy. anybody's game. Mm-hmm. Because we're talking about the real topics here. And I have opinions as well. So I'm going to be feeling, who knows? More liberal? Less liberal? All comes down to what comes out of your little mouse. Little mouse? Oh my god, what am I saying? <laughs> so we're, so we're going to start as men. And then become boys. And then our, <laughs> we have little mouths. <laughs> Anatomy class with Nicole. It's going great. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place 
for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, next question Wheel jamming, is it ethical? Akeev, start off. It is your podcast. Wheel jamming. All right. So first of all, all's fair in love and rap. We are allowed to wheel jam. For people who don't know, wheel jamming is the process where if we want to do an episode one week of something that maybe is time sensitive or uh, we're in the mood for, we could just give it 100 spots and it generally comes up on the wheel. And it's only failed once or twice. It is obviously ethical and it it, it, it is fair practice because... Why why are we supposed to punish ourselves? If there's something that's that's practical that people would like, who does it serve if we don't do it that week? Like the Renap gods? Like I don't understand. So mm-hmm. everyone wants us to do it. If something has a hundred percent approval rating, you could do it. And I also don't believe that the constitution is real. It's a fake document. Oh. I'm talking about the US Constitution and the Renap one right now, by the way. Ooh, I can't give you any points for that. Don't disrespect Jason Chris Rivera. Amanda, go ahead. Okay, so um, Akiva made some great points there. He said that um, you know it's their right. It's <laughs> it's it's you're the host. It's your you know you can you can run your podcast however you want. Um, you know sometimes there's a pragmatic reason that you want to do it because there's a timely topic or because of a, a guest availability. So there's justifications. Are they ethical justifications? I think not. I believe mm-hmm. that the very premise. The the um at the core of Robin Akiva needs a podcast is there's a wheel of ideas and you spin the wheel and whatever comes up, that is the topic that you are going to give a podcast about. And that is the beauty of it. I think that that is the core moral principle on which Renap stands. And, um you know, I it's up to you if you choose to run your podcast in an unethical manner. Um, of course, that's uh, your prerogative to do so. But I think that you do have to recognize that wheel jamming is an attempt to subvert the intent of the wheel and as such is an unethical practice. Um, and that is what I believe. Amanda, you're giving prosecutor. So I have to give you a point. Rob, you know what? There was some slamming against you. So please feel free. Well, I, I agree with the spirit of what Amanda has to say. <laughs> Nobody wants to wheel jam. We don't hmm. wheel jam because we want to. We hmm. wheel jam because we have to. Okay. And often it's based on the guest availability. Look, I'm here <laughs> every day. I'm ready to record. Akiva used to be incredibly available. Now, uh, not as much. But it's often, if we have to wheel jam, 
it's always due to guest availability of, okay, this guest is only available on this specific day of this is when we need to do it. And it has to do more with uh, getting people on the podcast, not so much with that me and Akiva want to do a certain thing on a certain day. Don't blame your life us. deserves to be Look easy. Look in the you know? mirror. Blame, blame, blame yourself. Blame the guests. Yeah, one point for Rob's convenience. Um, Amanda, you can respond quick, and then we're going to jump to Jason. I mean, again, Rob had a great argument, but it had nothing to do with ethics. Because something's more convenient doesn't make it ethical. It would be more convenient Ooh. if I just locked my kids in a room and didn't let them out all day. But <laughs> is that ethical? No. So the convenience argument is a separate issue. Mm-hmm. I think if we're talking about ethics, I really think that uh, I'm on the right side here. I'll give you a point for semantics. Jason, close us out. I do think it's ethical because you're still giving the other ideas a chance. You're not totally taking them off the wheel. <laughs> mm-hmm. They can still come up, but mm-hmm. you're just you're just putting a little more into the favor of the the wheel jam mm-hmm. idea. We can talk. We, you know, I, wheel ideas are different than like you know racial injustice. We'll t- we'll tackle that <laughs> issue another time. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe this is very. Is that coming up? Is that coming up? Yeah. 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 We're nap one seventy three. But listen, and there's also like there's a reason for the season. Do I want to listen to like a Christmas like movie recap in like July? Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the guys make it fun, but it'll be better in Christmas. So I think that it is ethical. I think that it is needed. Okay, Jason, I'll give you a point for that. And since we're dogging on Keith, I'll give him a point. Like I'm giving out stars in Mario Party. So. I guess that brings us to the end of that round. We have two more topics going into the final two topics. We have Rob at 11, Amanda at 10, Jason at 9, and Keeve at 8. Anybody's game. But uh, we got a close one, or as Steve Harvey would say, a hot one today. The next topic. (laughs) Fighting is an important part of a podcast. Agree or disagree? Who wants to tackle it? Keeve? Anytime... Anytime we, I have a podcast with fighting, there's, I mean, there are ways you can go over the top and make people uncomfortable for sure. But I think in general, people enjoy some lighthearted or even medium hearted fighting on a podcast. I think Rob's, Rob will, will say like, Hey, you and Chester haven't fought in a while. Like, Oh, I like it best when you fight. <laughs> fighting is an important part of every podcast. The tension, but if you have a host with, with most podcasts, I'd say the plurality, at least the podcasts are hosted by two people. Having some natural tension between them is good. And I think it's exciting to see like how they grow, whether they like each other more or less. Fighting is inherently good on any podcast. Okay, give you a point, Jason. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, look what look what podcasts run. Uh, we we just had a fight about bracket season not too long ago, and it sparked immense debate among the fandom. I think you need fighting. I th- I don't think you can have need. two hosts on a podcast that agree all the time because it wouldn't be any fun. And when the hosts don't agree, they need to to you know to fight it out. I think uh, fighting is important and is entertaining. Uh, mm. you know, to, to hear on a podcast. No lies were spoken. I'll mm-hmm. give you a point. Amanda? So I I enjoy listening to podcasts where there's some fun banter and disagreement. Fighting can be fun, but um, is it essential to all podcasts? Does it make, is it what a podcast needs to be good? Nicole, I know that you host a podcast with two exceedingly lovely co-hosts. And that's true. It's a very, very enjoyable podcast without a lot of fighting that happens. <laughs> oh, you must not listen. 
<laughs> um, I think that there's a lot of podcasts where the hosts don't have a contentious relationship and they can still be a great hosting duo or a hosting panel. So um, I think that, you know, maybe Akiva's experiences of podcasting might say as much about him as a co-host as they do about the medium as a whole. But I think that pod fighting can be enjoyable on podcasts, but it is not necessary to make a podcast great. And flattery gets you everywhere. So I'll give you a point, Rob. You don't need fighting on a podcast uh, that nope. that uh, just because that you could listen to a podcast and there is fighting and that that is going to make you be a little bit more interested or engaged. That does not necessarily mean that that is uh, an essential part of all of the podcasts that I feel like, if anything, we could look to our own culture. And just because that there are people that are trying to May, uh, you know, make you more uh, upset or angry uh, and fight with other people. And then and you naturally are engaged in what they're saying. I do not think that that has been a good thing for our world. And I do not think that it is a good thing for podcasting. And so I think that while sure, an interesting debate is certainly fun. A, a fight is definitely not a mandatory part of all podcasting. And I think should probably try to be avoided whenever possible. I like that. I mean, we need more peace and love in this world. So, Rob, I'll reward you for that. Give him a point. I have been on podcasts where there's been fighting and I've been on podcasts where there is not. And See, I've and much I, more enjoyed the times when there was not. Yeah, like I'm afraid of confrontation in real life. Like I, you'd think I love the housewives that I'd be out here talking my opinion. I hate fighting. Like, don't I would rather be chilling on the beach somewhere. Like, I don't need to be fighting. And I think that part of the question important part of a podcast it's not essential but i appreciate jason's and keith's arguments that's why i gave them some points but that's my opinion for all the inquiring minds um this is the last question in the main round we have rob in the lead with 12 amanda with 11 jason with 10 and keith with nine but you know what maybe we have strong opinions about this last one i heard Things points double in the last round is that true i mean i don't know what they don't want to whatever nicole feels like that's <laughs> You know what? About I'm feeling crazy. We'll double the points. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Okay. And the last question: Movie theaters should be eradicated. Yes or no? Jason, start us off. Listen, if you've been to an AMC theater lately, before you start your movie, Nicole Kidman tells you exactly why movie theaters are important. They Two are points for that reference. The big spectacles. They're a big experience. Now, can movie theaters be made better? Sure. There's nothing like going to a movie theater on a big movie, you know, like a uh, you know a big Avengers movie, and being in the audience with everyone else as they're screaming and as they're everyone is reacting along with you to the important moments. So I do think that movie theaters uh, are important and they should not die. Okay, I'll give you another point for that. That was wholesome, <laughs> Rob. I don't think that we need to eradicate the movie theater, but the movie theaters are too damn big. Do you need all those screens? You need like one big screen for whatever the Marvel movie is and everything else you can watch at home to then find some other, like, I don't know, like, uh, let's, let's come create some low income housing or something. Let's do something. Oh. Listen, it's like I, the, the, these theaters, there's nobody in there. just trying to get into the finals. There's nobody, there's nobody in these, uh, in these movie okay. theaters. Like, yeah, uh, point. yeah, do we do we need to have like a, a 300 seat room for uh, people to two people to watch marry me at 1120 on a Tuesday? <laughs> Nobody's Even in though, them. You have one big yeah. theater. Everybody's watching. Everyone's so watching the same points, movie. 
Yeah, two points for that. Uh, well, two points and then another point. So give him three points, which would be six points. I'm at the Jordan Kalish School of Arithmetic right now. <laughs> um, Amanda? So movie theaters should not be eradicated, but I do agree that, you know, movie theaters are not as, uh, are not going to be as essential as they once were. We don't need as many of them. We don't need, um, I mean, I think that the, we don't want to necessarily make the screens smaller because that's the whole appeal of the experience. But for like, you know, now things are being released direct to streaming and it's not going to go back. People are not going to tolerate that mm. now that they can get things in their own house. So people are not going to go to the movies to see every new release anymore. I think those days are done. But I still think that people are going to want to get out of the house and see some films in the theaters. So we do need movie theaters. We don't need as many of them. Um, and uh, but I think if you're going to see a movie, then it's, then make a screen as, as big as possible. It has mm-hmm. to be different from that from your experience at home. No, that's absolutely true. Like if I'm going to leave the house, give me a reason. I'll give you three points for that. I think that was great. Dave, yeah, time right. to shake it up. Yeah, I think, listen, movie theaters should not be eradicated. I think it's very fun to take your kids to a movie in person. They love getting drinks and popcorn. And even though my kids know that they have the access to the entire history of all entertainment at their fingertips, unthinkable to, to you know me 25 years ago when I was their age. It, it To me, it's still more fun for them to go to the movies. If I said, hey, do would you rather stay home and watch a movie or go to the movie theater? Every single one of my kids, everyone would rather go even though maybe it's obscenely expensive sometimes nowadays and it's not, it's not as enjoyable. And yes, you can watch it at home and pause whenever you want. To me, movie theaters are still fun. In fact, at this point, they've become underrated. Oh, I think that was just as good of an argument as Amanda. And I gave Amanda three points. So I'll give Keith, Keith three points as well. Doubled, mm-hmm. making it very close. A lovely 15. But it does seem that at the end of the regular round, we do have two individuals in the lead. We have Rob with 18 and Amanda with 17. Wow. So we'll be advancing to the finals. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. Jason and Keith, you put your heart into it. I'm so sorry that we couldn't mm-hmm. get you over the finish line for this one. Hey, I didn't come in last. So that's, uh, that's enough. Hey. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Take a dig at Keith. Okay. Um, do they get a consolation prize? I don't have, um, I don't know if they would want pedicures. If I could transfer Mm-mm. my pedicure from last year to these guys, but, um, we're going to make sure they have you something. You could release Akiva from the obligation of getting you a pedicure. No, I want to get her. I think we should get her one after this. We, we, the thing I like about Renat Prob is like Nicole had no input into the, like this episode happening. Someone pitched it in her name. We said yes. Mm-hmm. I don't even. I mean, maybe we asked her. I think you told me to ask her, which I wouldn't have even done probably. Yeah. Um, but and then we came up. I said, by the way, you have to like come up with the topics, do all this. No complaints. So mm-hmm. you know. let the record show. I love Tommy Guam. That man mm-hmm. is a rider guy. We love him. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we yeah we appreciate Nicole. So we'll get her a pedicure. That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. And congratulations to Robin Amanda for making the championship round. Okay. I love the sound. Thank you. All right. So how does the final round work, Nicole? So we have two topics. Um, I guess we could give you guys uh, each maybe uh, the first one. We can do thirty seconds. The second one maybe a minute of time to just discuss it um and we can just go back and forth so uh okay. maybe do we want to first person goes first in the first round and the second person goes first in the second round yeah, Seems uh, fair. Whatever. yeah. okay so we are going to start with the first topic which will be 30 seconds and the question is um 
Would you rather fight a giant mosquito one time, get your ass whipped, and then never get bit? Or do you like the relationship you currently have with mosquitoes? Uh, who would like to start? Rob, 30 seconds on the clock starts now. Look, if you had the opportunity to get your ass beat by one giant mosquito one time, you should take it. That would be a gift. Okay. That is called, you know, short term or long, long term thinking. Okay. That basically <laughs> think of this as this is like a mosquito, like, uh, like kind of akin to a vaccine. Okay. All right. At one time I'm going to get it. Ah, I'm not going to feel so great. Now I never have to worry about this anymore. I'm safe from the dangers of mosquitoes. Do you know about the Zika? Okay. This is an ongoing problem here for a lot of people. That's time. That's time. So, um, am I, so I should, it's my turn now. Get started. Get in it. Um, Rob, Rob made, made a, some great points about, uh, you know, weighing the long-term benefits against the immediate risks. I think that that was a powerful argument, but I have to be true to, uh, my prior work on RENAP when I pitched the size versus intelligence theory of animal grossness. Ah. And I just want everyone to sit and imagine a giant mosquito imagine like in your head like what that what the eyes would look like what the antennae would look like this would be a horrific disgusting experience and i don't even want uh to imagine what that would be that's time but you know what i appreciate someone who is a long-term thinker so i'm going to give rob three points and amanda two okay so things are things are close i don't know if the, the score resets I don't know. There's no rules here. We're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's your show. This is around the Nicole Horn. Period. That's how it, I love to hear it. So we're going to do the second question. Amanda, we're starting. We have a minute on the clock. Oh, all right. I, family feud style. I guess you can start when I'm done reading the question. Okay. Should picky eaters just grow up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Picky eaters should just grow up. Okay. Food is, uh, there's lots of delicious foods out there. Um, just, you know, if something is strange to you, there's research that shows that you have to be exposed to an unfamiliar food at least a hundred times before you're going to like it. So you just have to buck up and keep on eating the things that you don't like. And this is good for you. It'll be like, we just talked about the weighing short-term risks against long-term benefits. Mm, Um, You're making an investment in your future health, whether you are a child, you know, listen to your parents, try different things, or you're a grown-up. If you're a grown-up, stop eating like a child and just order different foods and eat them. If there's a food that somebody in some part of the world is eating, it's not gross. It's a healthy, delicious food. The only reason that you don't like it is because you haven't had enough exposure to it and you haven't given it a chance to just fuck up Give it a chance. It's good for you. Okay. Thank you, Amanda. Great points. Arguments made. Rob, how are you going to respond to that? Look, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum. Okay. But mm. the, for the picky eaters out there, I think there's really uh, two camps. Okay. Uh, look, you know, if you don't like it, you don't like it. No, nobody can uh, like should force you to eat foods that you don't like. What I have a problem with, and I think that where the picky eaters do need to grow up, is that the picky eaters who... Uh, will not try the new thing. If you try it and you don't like it, you don't have to eat it. But if you are somebody who is saying that uh, looking at things and, 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 and will not will not try, sight on sightseeing, I'm out. I think that that is where a picky eater does need to grow up and I think that it's uh you know not great in kids but uh in adults that will not even try the new thing. Yes. Yes. You need to grow up. Too picky. 
And you know what? You can cede your time to the board because you still got seven seconds. So great job, Rob. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So that brings us to the end of the round. And shockingly, probably to neither of you, I agree. I do think Picky Eater should grow up. So this makes sorry, this sorry, final Jason. choice so much harder. And can I Jason say that weigh as someone, in? Can Jason weigh yeah, in for the Picky yeah. Eaters? Pro, Jason. pro Picky Eaters here. Listen, let me talk on behalf of the Picky Eater uh, lobby here. Uh, we like what we like. We're the easiest people to go to dinner with, okay? There's always going to be something that we like. Maybe it might be on the kids' menu, but mm-hmm. it's going to be there, okay? We like chicken fingers. We like like simple stuff. We are the easiest people to go along with, so get off our picky eater back, okay? We like what we like. Leave us alone. We're not hurting you. I guess that's fair, and I like chicken fingers, so let's give Jason a point. Postmortem. <laughs> Um, in this round, um, I really appreciate both of you approaching this situation like we're debating like the death penalty. Respect, respect. But I got to give this round to Rob as well. Rob, I got to give you five points. And Amanda, I'm going to give you four, leading to a Rob victory in Around the Nicole Horn. Okay. Wow. wow. Great, great job, Rob. Really impressive <sighs> stuff. Yeah, well, the, what? first off, Amanda, an incredibly worthy opponent to go uh, heads up with here mm-hmm. at the end. And, tip-top toes. Yeah, tip-top toes. Uh, and uh, yeah, incredible job uh, to this panel. <laughs> Rob, is, you, is this like the highlight of your? I mean, you, I feel like you always win these games. This is a, this is an impressive win. Are you saying and that I, I stacked the the like? Do you feel like there were the, some of the I, topics you know, that you wanted to talk few, about? Yeah, yeah, I said like, hey, yeah, and and also panelists. I was like, hey, what do you think about this person? He mm-hmm. was like the champion of his debate team <laughs> when he was running college. You're like, nah. Mm-hmm. Let's get let's get some. Well, you know. there, there was a note taped to my door this morning that said Rob must win. So that's all I know. <laughs> mm. Or else, uh, kayfabe. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm outside with like the cut wires, like trying to cut your wires. If you didn't let Rob win. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Rob, do you want anything? Like, what do you want to to, to win for this? Uh, it's a big day for you. Yeah. Just. Uh, you could give what about an extra what about yeah. an extra hour of sleep tonight? Yeah, like what if we text sleep, your wife? If you, like, if you want to give Rob and Community Podcast five stars and Apple Podcasts. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll do it again. Mm-hmm. We're gonna give you a yeah. year's worth of subscriptions of uh mustard bottles. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Goldens, please. Yeah. Oh a man with taste. Love mm-hmm. to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's all I have. That was the game. Thanks, guys, for okay. great, great job, yeah. Nicole. Uh, I appreciate it. So we did around the Nicole Horn. I mean, Akiva, mm-hmm. is there somebody else in the Renap world that we can uh, jam into? Pardon the interruption. <laughs> Let's see. Is if there's someone named like <laughs> Patrick? Yeah, or something like, Patrick Akiva, the like Jordan Parhar. The interruption. <laughs> yeah, we could do that if you want to like bring out Jordan Parhar. Um, Into my head, I have no idea what pardon my interruption is. Hmm. Well, so not me. Nicole, did you watch any Around the Horn preparing for this? I did. I watched quite a few episodes. So I, I got a sense of the rhythm. So hopefully nobody mm-hmm. judges me too harshly on how I threw the points out there. It seemed kind of so like it was after, based on the host. So every day for the last decade, uh, by the way, uh, Stat Boy said it was November 2002. Sam Moore telling mm-hmm. us that's when it started. So it's the 20th anniversary mm-hmm. this year. The uh, PTI is just two fellas um, debating. Uh, a bunch of topics on a scroll list. So it's like the same exact show, except it's no points. It's just four people instead of two, mm-hmm. but it's more that's, popular. That's oh, just it's the same exact show as this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, 
Well, we still have a mailbag to do here today. I don't know who from the uh, uh, ATNH panel is sticking around for a mailbag. I mean, my opinions don't just stop here, so I'll stay. Okay. I'll stick uh, around. All right. Jason saying, Amanda, how about you? I'll I'll stick around. Yeah, I'll stick around. All right. Oh, so we got a full I mean, you're house. not going out anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will, I'm, 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 make, I'm She's making a Seder. I got, I got matzo balls I got to boil. That's I mean, it is, it is, what, three something o'clock? Yeah. It, it's and, like and, and if anybody needs to time. step away, that they, they, they're welcome mm-hmm. to. Okay. Uh, let me ask then our host of Around the Nicole Horn, uh, what mailbag mm-hmm. song do you want to hear? Oh, my God. I'm partial to Peppa. Well, no, that that's we're gonna hear that. No <laughs> that's what he's saying. Yeah. You know what? The, the full the full version or the filthy only, right? That's oh. A- so there's actually three options. There's oh, okay. uh, the original Jack Fox. There's the remix Jack Fox with filthy or just filthy. Uh well, just do filthy. You know, I love filthy representation. Okay. All right. So we're hearing just filthy when we come back, and Akiva's got the top five mailbag pitches of the week. When we come back on the mailbag for Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, hey, okay, it's Phil and Jack Fox. Rob and Kiwi got game, got games like Jack Fox. It's Rob and Akiva need a bing Rob and Akiva need a bing So now it's me, Phil T. So pull up a chair and listen to Akiva talk about how he picked up a spare. Come to Rob and Akiva for barrels of banter. Not Lizzie McGuire, but I'm going to wanker. If you don't go and leave a five-star review, you can catch these hands back to Timbuktu. Watching F3F7 on a HBO. If you hate, then it's L plus ratio. They've gone and watched Seinfeld. They've yet to watch Scum talking to my two dads. Well, where's my mom? Where's my mom, dads? Dads. Dads, where's my mom? Alright. Thank you, Phil T. We're here in the mailbag of episode number 172, Around the Nicole Horn. The full panel is here. Alright. Akiva, where mm-hmm. should we pick things up? Well, I am uh, curious if any of our guest panelists or host panelists or whatever today have an idea for us because we have four spots for ideas and we've got four. Mm-hmm. We only have, what do we have? Three guests, three guests. But uh, I will let I will let them think for a minute, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you our first idea. Okay. I'm excited about our first. All idea. right, Akiva is putting you on the clock, and he's got idea number one coming out of the mailbag. Mm-hmm. Number one. 
I haven't so heard anybody could, say they like or dislike the numbers. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Okay. Yeah, they're like th- those were the five for five numbers. Yes. Or the the the, the, the what, what that, was it called? No, so there were there was the yeah. friggin' five. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> remember? Yeah. And then, uh, but I'm not sure if these were the same exact ones or if Aaron Robertson remade the numbers for, mm-hmm. like, made new numbers for the patron five for five. I wouldn't expect anything less. Lo- love Aaron Robertson. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uncle Kiwi, what do you got? Okay. So uh, we've been wondering uh, what we could do for a 3X movie for, a, for quite some time. It comes up very frequently. And what we narrowed down a couple weeks ago was that. It should be an action movie, not something with a lot of dialogue. Yeah. So Tanner has a pitch that I think is interesting. Okay. And it's called Robin Akiva are expendable. Mm-hmm. Robin Akiva, three X, the three expendable movies from the expendable franchise to get fired up for the fourth movie, which is supposedly coming out this year. For real? You could even have the guy who's yeah. a Sylvester Stallone stand, but has not seen Rocky as the guest. Oh, there's plenty of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Dime a dozen. Okay, I guess so, so. We have a focus group here. Uh, mm-hmm. Jason, does anybody care about the Expendables movies? Uh, not for about ten years now. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, I, I think you want a movie that doesn't have like you know intense dialogue. But Expendables has barely any. Like, it's, okay, <laughs> it's pretty much just like if you watch it in three X, you just see the flashing from like all the guns. Yeah. Like that's that's all it would be. All right, can I can I come? Over the top with a different pitch, please. okay? Please, please, please. We yes. need we need an action movie, okay? We watched the Fast and the Furious, okay, to get us mm-hmm. ready. Should we be looking to go back and for more speed? Should we watch Cars one two three? <laughs> Imagine how fast Lightning McQueen wow. could fly at three x. So kids movies at three x. There is a, is there a lot of dialogue in the Cars movies? I think it gets pretty talky at times. I mean, did Mater say anything of value in that movie? Yeah, I don't Mater think at three so. X would be like normal speed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm obsessed with this. That's just my opinion, though. Mm-hmm. The Cars, the worst Pixar movies, basically, mm-hmm. especially two and three. Not part, not Cars yeah, one. Part one is a classic. yeah. The two and three are probably the worst Pixar movies. Is right? Larry the, the Cable Guy still out there? <laughs> I mean, he's I definitely know. out there somewhere. Is he canceled? I don't know, and probably, I think canceled. but. Um, I don't think Larry the Cable Guy could get canceled. Like, who's going to cancel him? His fans? Is he Larry the Fiber Pat Guy now? Give it a more pro- <laughs> is he Larry the what? Fiber Guy. Oh, yeah, that is weird. Like, the Cable Guy is kind of like... Like Larry the Streaming Guy. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, the youth don't really know. Mm-hmm. I guess it, is it still... Is it streaming if it's cable? It's a good question. Is it streaming if it's cable? Um, yeah, I, I think that's a funny idea. We did have, we did have another pitch. I'll give it to you now. It won't count as Number two, um, similar idea. I do like the cars pitch. What's the name, by the way? Do you have a name for the cars pitch, Rob? Uh, let's see. Um, life is a highway. Uh, and we could just call it. Um, what, what was Fast and the Furious? What we call that? Uh, three Fast, Three Furious. Three Fast, Three well, Furious. Did so. Cars Three have a uh, like a, I don't think a, it had a tagline? Title. I don't think it had a tagline. Okay. Well, they like they easily like ka chow or something. Could be like ka chow times three or something. Mm. <laughs> I love that. Mm. Yeah. We okay. could just call cars three X or something. Anyway, um the other we did have a, a, a submission. I know this came up early in the Renap run. What about three Xing the Shrek movies or 
starting a rewatch of the Shrek movies that were basically like maybe once a year, it could become a new Renap tradition where we invite Shut Up Tim on, we watch Shrek 1, maybe a year later we do Shrek 2. We do we, Robin and Kiva get Shrek, basically, which has been pitched a bunch of times. Would you want to get Shrek? Is it too beloved for Shut Up Tim? I don't think so. I think it's funny to have something on that's like someone maybe really likes it, but I don't think the listeners, well, they like it. And we're mm-hmm. not going to be trashing, we're not going to be trashing the Shrek movies. They're, they're very fun. Okay. You know, I think also, you can talk about yeah. something that's too beloved. If you have like literally the world's biggest fan of <laughs> that also. thing. On I mean, the show. I'm a, again, True. I would say much like around the Nicole horn, like let's, why don't we see if Tim is up for this? Okay. If Tim is up, then next week I'd be happy to put Robin Kiva Trek on the wheel and it could even Yeah. In the same way that okay, well so we do certain things at certain times of the year. What is the Shrekiest time of year? That's a good question. What is I'm gonna ask Tim. Uh I yeah. will I will message Tim. Mm-hmm. I'll say, Are you interested? And what is the Shrekiest time of year? I, yeah, I just I just had a relevant Twitter exchange with Tim about this. Somebody said that her husband calls Shrek summertime Grinch and I asked him if that was acceptable um, and he said that it was uh, that it was unacceptable um, and he had some something else to say about it but hmm. well when else are swamps swampier than in the summertime mm-hmm. true I see I see no the swampiest time of year that's true mm-hmm. um, yeah. I do like cars three do you want to put it on the wheel is there anything we have to uh, let's just check in with the with the focus group. What do you, uh, yeah, give right. us your Nicole, honest opinion. What do you, what do you think of Cars Three X? I'm I'm obsessed with it. I think it's genius. Okay, but that's just me though. Amanda, I'm a little lukewarm on on this one. Like, I feel like it won't. I feel like it won't take you on the journey that Fast and Furious did. Like, I feel like you got so emotionally invested in trying to figure out what was going on in mm-hmm. that whole series and the three X really added like a big challenge. Like, I don't know what the, what the speed is bringing to this kids movie. Like, is it going to be, is it, is it good? Is it going to be different enough than if you just watched and discussed cars? I do think it's important that, that the idea is that with the three X, what we need to not lose is that, okay, that, that the fast and the furious was fast and we made it faster. (laughs) Faster. yeah. Yeah. So we need to incorporate like, uh, you know, you oh, you think that that was fast. Wait till you watch it on 3X. It's going to be a game changer. And so mm-hmm. like for Shrek at 3X, yeah, there's not, nothing about that is speed. Top mm-hmm. Gun for, you know, but I think there's only one Top Gun and they're making a new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm biting at the bit for Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Rewatch. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to tune in this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I think yeah. I think the great thing about the Fast and Furious franchise is that you guys, you know, tracked it from one to what was it, eight at the time. And the best thing about it is to see it at its humble beginnings and then track the ridiculousness of the franchise. And if you could find something like that, uh, that, you know, started out, you know, like normal and it just got outrageous, that would be what you're looking for. I'm not sure if that's cars or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that Madagascar? <laughs> and I mean there's a lot of drama because Jada and Chris we're both at Madagascar. Whoa. And there's like 10 of those movies. Oh, by the way. So I'm on uh, the uh, Larry the Cable Guy website. Um, <laughs> this. And so, no, no. I mean, he, he hasn't announced it if he is. Um, and uh, like, it's no, no apologies or anything like that. Um, so uh, on November 12th, uh, Larry the Cable Guy posted, uh, best friends are back again. Owen Wilson and I will return to voice Lightning McQueen and Mater in the Disney Plus original oh. series, 
cars on the road streaming in 2022. Maybe this could be like perfect timing for Finally, a car, you yeah. know, Cars 3X. Mm. Also, like a fun movie to watch with our kids. Like, that's, yeah. you know, Renat prep that you could certainly do with the boys. My kids Me were too. super bored. I could not get them to sit through any of the Cars movies. Well, that, well, maybe if you 3X, I guess. Yeah, it's insane, maybe it's improving I guess it's it. That's what they need. somebody to watch a 3X movie with you. So I think mm-hmm. that back. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. And I've never seen these movies at 1X. You have? I've seen at least the first one. Yeah. Well, that is a, a slight problem with the with just because like last time we caught, sort of went in blind. Maybe I would watch one, you'll watch two, and then we'll split three or something. Mm-hmm. But it is better when we don't know what's going on and trying to figure it out at three X. Sure, sure. Okay. Do you want to put right. it on the wheel? Do you want to get fan Let's, reaction? I want to get some reaction to it. Okay, I don't fine. Like to work in a vacuum. Okay. Okay, fine. That would be insane if we worked in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Like Should that be it. like a plot of a Pixar movie? Like a lot of things in the vacuum. Podcast all right, well, in the vacuum. All right, so, Does the vacuum have feelings? Okay, so all right, so that uh, I've, I've, you know, I watch uh, Nicole. I, I see some TikTok videos, and they say that basically this is like the Pixar movie blueprint, uh, and this is so okay. So every every day in the vacuum. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, and mm-hmm. that uh, you know that they establish what life is like in the vacuum. Okay, mm-hmm. in the vacuum, then the dust. Who's is our a, lead, Rob? Who's a, who's the who's the lead in the vacuum? Is dust, it like a Dustin ball of Hoffman. dust? Yeah, <laughs> Dustin Hoffman, dust, but it's like dusty, dust. dusty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, and he's so stuck of dust, dust is the lead in the vacuum. Yeah. In the vacuum, uh-huh. and every day in the like vacuum, some, and yeah. then they turn. Are there it, toys in there, Rob? That like accidentally like got Lego, vacuumed up. There's a Lego piece in there. Yeah, perfect. There's like some cereal. Yeah, you got pet yeah. hair that takes on a life of its own. Like a, Maybe a, some a gross stuff hair. that nobody wants to hang out with, but at the end of the movie, they learn, like, oh, he's really not so bad. Right. Hold on. Now, are we in the vacuum yeah. bag, or are, like, the characters, like, there's a Roomba, there's an Upright, there's a Dustbuster, there's, like, oh. uh, are we in, like, the vacuum oh. repair shop? Oh, you're in the vacuum bag, and you're and, and you're going to, all our beloved characters are going to be replaced by a Roomba. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, yeah. so the Toy Story, yeah. like, toys are fire. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They just got a Roomba, and now the, mm-hmm. our upright, uh, upright vacuum is in the closet, and uh, we're we're now going to destroy the Roomba. How we have we to destroy do? the Roomba, or else we are going to sit in a closet for a couple of years and then get like yeah. put in the garage and then ex- ultimately mm-hmm. toss in the garbage. Yeah. Okay. We so, must destroy the Roomba. Yeah. All right, so but then okay, so every day there was the vacuum. Everybody was everybody mm-hmm. was happy. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, then until one day that there were that they were getting a Roomba, and then mm-hmm. every cha- it changed everything. Yeah, and then everything was really arrogant, right, Rob? Also, yeah, not friendly. Oh, the Roomba, Roomba, like, the Roomba's a sucks. jerk. Yeah, yeah. the Chad Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> but is the but like the vacuums are also the vacuums also speak. Not it's right. It's not not just the things in the. Vacuum. I don't think that the well, the vacuum speaks. I think the things in the vacuum are speaking. So then, how is the Roomba a jerk? <laughs> not the you logical I mean? fallacy. Mm. I mean, in I the Pixar movies, yeah, yeah I, everything has feelings. I wonder so if maybe here. like the yeah, the the vacuum. Maybe it's not so much we're in the vacuum bag. I think that the our main character is the upright uh, vacuum, okay. and then there's he's friends with the broom. Oh, he's friends buddy, with the dustbuster. Yeah. He's friends with the mop. He's friends mm-hmm. with all the other yeah, the cleaning. Sort of thing, all of them obsolete, right? Um, and the vacuum is played by Pete Davidson. The vacuum. Oh, well, bold, should bold, Pete? Bold choice. Yeah. Uh, it's voice acting. It's voice yeah. acting. So, so maybe he's Pete, tall and skinny. Yeah, well, Pete Davidson or maybe Pete Davidson is like the you know the the vacuum like with the, like the hose that that like you use to like get like inside like the cushions of the couch. 
Makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pete Davidson plays one of the attachments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he has BVE, the big vacuum energy. <laughs> oh, man. I think this is good. This is basically it's like it's in the yep. closet. It's all the things yeah. are talking to each other. But mm-hmm. they're getting the, the Roomba is coming. It's going to replace them all. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Don't let Steven Spielberg hear this conversation. Does he run Pixar? Well, don't, well he's going to steal it. Okay. I'm sure well, he's a regular listener. I think, yeah, I think Pixar would put would would greenlight this today. I, I almost think we should take this out of the podcast and do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is a great idea. Is it? Are we still on idea number one? Um, I think we see. are. Right? Yeah, I yeah. think we are. Okay. And I feel like right, you so guys, yeah, started with expendable. Oh yeah, yeah, we started expendable, but then we we moved towards cars and track. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. Number two. This right, is from Zach. Yeah. Number two. Zach with a K. This is called Popularity Contest. And he says he got this idea because he remembered a, a video from the beginning of quarantine, according to Amanda, still going on, where several ESPN hosts were trying to get the most famous person to join the Zoom. Yeah. He thought a spin on this might be interesting, something Robin and Keith are competing to get the most people to join uh, the I Zoom. I feel like the, this is an idea you've already pitched. No, this is... Uh, you can't reveal it's a competition. I'm not exactly sure what it would be. But basically, we're trying to get people added to the call. Um, no, I've pitched... Um, is this not similar I, to who can, who's the most famous person you guys can get on the show? It's not most famous. This is this is like the, the popular, highest like number, of the people. most people we can have without saying like, "Hey, please join my Zoom." So we're just trying to like be like the Pied Piper and just get everybody on a Zoom. I'm not super familiar with the Pied Piper. I thought he was like friendly <laughs> or something, but I guess we're trying to be the Pied Piper. Mm-hmm. So, so okay, so it's it's Rob and Akiva are in our you're, you're in a Zoom and the podcast starts and then you're each like. I'm going to put out a tweet and says, come be in my Zoom. Is that how, and that's how it works. And then you're talking through it and that's the podcast. Sounds super interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe maybe it doesn't work. I don't know. Okay. All right. So maybe number two is a dud. Uh, Do we have any ideas from the panelists? I don't know if this is too similar to what we did like a hundred episodes with Kirsten with the dating apps, but were, was that like straight up a dating app makeover? Cause I think it could be fun to hear you guys punch up people's existing dating profiles. I mean, the photos might have to translate into a video podcast, but hinge has very stupid prompts. I mean, I wouldn't know, but I think that we could get mm-hmm. some interesting content trying to punch up those weird. I mean, we get a lot of, that's where the debate of the uh, super sandwich came from. Mm. But that might be way That's too right. on the nose from what we did last time. But I liked it. We got Holly. Yeah. That was an iconic episode. Yeah, that was that was that was, that was iconic. Um, I, I like I love the idea of uh, hearing the hinge prompts. Like, I wonder mm-hmm. if, like, maybe could we sort of like uh, get sort of like um, t- tales from the hinge or something like that. Like, uh, what what are some of like the uh, most interesting or unusual like hinge prompts uh, like dating app bios that people have seen out there in the wilderness or, yeah or like and or and pairing that with like rob and akiva create the perfect hinge profile like you hmm. can you get can, can 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 like not necessarily punching up somebody's but taking these prompts and like what's the best answer to this what's the, maybe you could have a panel judge whether your whether your answers are good hmm. if you're dateable I, I, 
I think then you would have to make the profile actually a profile and put it on and one of the see, services and see how see what you get. Catfish people, Jason. We're not we're not actively catfishing. Oh. We'll just see how Amanda, many. You get. It's science. You know science. It's, <laughs> yeah. I'm from there. I'm from there. <laughs> we'll just see how successful it would be. Yeah, but are we lying or are we trying like giving our honest answers? I thought you're like making up a whole person, like you know, making up a whole profile. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that that is probably bordering on like the, I think that somebody could read it the wrong way of that uh, we're kind of bad people making up sure. a fake. Uh, <laughs> dating profile to see who we can lure in um i but, mean who cares but i do like the idea of hearing the different prompts akiva yeah i like that um i, I to me this really it depends on if we got like two three interesting people to agree to like take us through their you know share their screen maybe on hinge or whatever but i don't I think, think we i think that's it. too personal like i feel like that we could just like get the it like uh the, here are the prompts that people are are, are using on hinge and here and, and mm-hmm. here are some wild things that people are um you know posting. And then, but it's just like who who's the guest probably kirsten mckinnis mm. or kirsten mckinnis it's not it's yeah. it, well it's i i think it has to be i, I think it has to be like I do think it ultimately should be us helping a single person. Who needs our help? <laughs> what single well, person is like, oh, I wish, that's, yeah. I think that is literally the bit. I mean, I think, I mean, I think that, like, like us, we have like long wanted to do this. There's nobody who's desperate enough that would need I think there will be. Robin well, Akiva we, to help punch up their Tinder bio. Can we, I want to like, we can get somebody, Jason? I do. I think there'll be people that'll be willing to I do it. I think people ask. Let's let's table this for next week. I'll, Amanda right will in. make a note. Right in. If you, th- if you say, with. like, hey, like, uh, I'll try anything. Robin Akiva, yeah. punch up my profile. Punch up my profile. Yeah, so I will. Oh, I love it. Yeah, we'll I table this for else, I think we'll find people, Rob. I think for anything else, you have people that want to do it just for fun. Like, I don't think anyone's, like, legitimately coming to you to save, like, their No, life. I want someone who's, like, on their last hope. <laughs> like, this is all I have left. Mm-hmm. I can't get a freaking swipe or whatever. I mean, but I feel like that this was, like, a, sort of the idea behind, like, a bunch of other podcast episodes, that, like the Rehaptularette, uh, Rob yep, Akiva, yep. uh, Swipe Right. Uh, yeah, I think but those that, were all fun. I want to say that when the episode that we listened to on the uh, Renap recap, I feel like that Phil T was pitching this. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like that we have always wanted to do this and it's never yeah. happened. All right. Let's see if someone says yes. And if not, we can sort of uh, move it around. Ah, uh, Sam, Sam Moore has an idea. Can we get, oh. to, can we get I, to number I four? I would say that uh, he has a, no. a profile that he wants. I us mean, to- if you want, I don't know. I think he, okay. he knows us too well to care about our opinion. <laughs> okay. Well, All he right. does, I don't think he, he, he doesn't think he has an idea. Also, it's an HR violation for us to do that. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, uh, was, so that, uh, I, that where are you getting that Sam has an idea? No, he posted an idea just now in the chat. And, well, I think um, he, he was pitching Transformers for the three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think X. that's a good idea. I, uh, someone else pitched that this week. I don't oh. see it. I don't see. It. Someone said, "What about Transformers instead of the Expendables?" Do you care about Transformers? No, but I don't. I didn't care about uh, Fast and the Furious, but now you know. I kind I of want to know the lore of the uh, Fast and the Furious. I don't really care about yeah. the lore of the Transformers. Jason, are you a Transformers guy? I mean, I've seen most of the movies. I don't think I've seen the last one because it just, you know, it got ridiculous. I think you can barely figure out what's going on in like the Transformers fights at normal speed. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine like like the three X I mean, speed? Like you have no idea what's going it's on. Inter- it, it, I'm intrigued. Can I read the pitch because specific. Okay, read the pitch. It's from the prolific Spencer Y. The prolific Spencer Y. Okay, he's so prolific, but I don't think it mailbag questions because I've never seen it before. 
Uh, and it's called Robin's Robin Akiva transform the cinema, but the four is the number four. And he okay. says, there's only one definitive answer for the next blockbuster action franchise to watch a rapid speed live action transformers film series starring Shia LaBeouf, Mark Wahlberg, currently Haley Steinfeld fun, full of cheesy dialogue, nonsensical plots and large scale action set pieces of fighting CGI robots. The movies are overly long. They're two and a half hours, but that's not a problem because you guys are go- zipping through them. Here's okay. his pitch. Each film starts at one X speed. And you go, you. I see. I, this isn't what, what I thought. The, what, what he had written, but you start at one X, and maybe after like a half hour, you go to two X, three X. What if like the first movie is one X, and the second one's two X, the third third one's three X? I don't know. But anyway, maybe maybe we scrap that part of it. But anyway, that's his pitch for Robin Kiva transform the cinema. I, I'm intrigued. Like I would like to know if people are would be interested in hearing that. Is there another Transformers movie coming in 2022? Is there a reason that we need still to active? I think it's. I, th- I do think it's still active. Yes. Okay. Can we find that out? Yeah, we could find. As, we got as, that here. You know, because Lauren would ask us, uh, "Why now? Why now?" Yeah, <laughs> because it's there, Lauren. Yes, mm-hmm. there is a seventh movie coming. It is coming out next year, not this year. But there is a seventh movie coming out. Okay. All right. Are we ready for number three? That was number. F- I thought that was like number four already. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, you want to say that that was number? F- <laughs> that, no, that was number three. That I was think Nicole, that was number three. Yeah, Nicole pitched the. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know that yeah. Nicole's pitch was number three. Okay, I thought that uh, that was uh, a non canonical. Yeah, so let's go to number three. Fine, okay. that was an not honor to be included. Number three. Well, wasn't the Transformers one number three? Because that's that's from the last few weeks. <laughs> number four. All right, I'll give you a three B. Can I give you a quick three B? Sure. That I don't think <laughs> You had another one and you told him to skip to four. Um, it's called uh, this is from Nicole B and it's called Oops huh? All Feeds. Robin Akiva talk about that week's BuzzFeed article. But, but uh, is BuzzFeed still going? I don't think so. I don't think so. That's why it's three. They're trying I to think like. Are they going public? Like I feel like that uh, BuzzFeed has. Uh, you know. I, I don't. Sure. I feel like there's sort of it's not 2014 days. anymore. So. I know. Yeah. Okay. That's so, why it's three B. Uh, let me see. What are they talking about on BuzzFeed? Steph Curry showed off his acting chops in a spot for Jordan Peele's Nope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Here are the top five stories on on BuzzFeed right yep. now. Yep. Okay. Um, Twenty two facts I learned this week that pretty much shattered my entire worldview. That's number one. Well, okay. You, I would love you to know. You, yeah. you want to know one of those facts? Okay. I mean, right. nobody's going past the article without at least clicking on the first one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Shattered uh, his whole worldview or okay. her. All right. Then, um, let me see. Um, number one is not super family friendly. Uh, okay. Um, number two, uh, <laughs> while we all know Domino's is one of the biggest pizza chains around, it was slow mm-hmm. going at start. Brothers Tom and James Monahan bought a pizzeria in Michigan with the hopes of turning into a larger chain. James decided he wasn't cut out for the pizza business and quit to become a mailman, giving his half of the company to his brother in exchange for a Volkswagen Beetle. Four years later, Tom changed the name to Domino's and the chain found huge success. Wow. Oh, what what is this? Whole worldview? No, that didn't change my worldview. That wasn't I'm, a city I will be the other guy. I'll never be the same. It wasn't even house that. shattering. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. the guy that sold his shares will definitely never be the same. Okay. No. That's a good story. Uh, no, number five. Uh, yeah. Robert Hansen, also known as the Butcher Baker, was a serial killer who used to kidnap women and set them loose in the Alaskan wilderness and then hunt them down to kill them. 
that doesn't seem like I shatter my whole worldview. I'm just depressed mm-hmm. when I hear that. All right. Oh, maybe this one might be tickle your fancy. Despite the name <laughs> Philadelphia cream cheese, it was actually oh. invented in New York. Why do they call it Philadelphia? At the time of the company's founding in 1880s, Philadelphia known was was known for their high quality dairy, Amanda. So the wow. brand decided to include the city in its name as a clever marketing tactic. Wow. So not only did that shatter my worldview, it, it, it attacked my whole identity as a <laughs> native of where the Philadelphia cream cheese yeah, was invented. They were catfishing. That's what, that's what I tell people when I meet them to impress them. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, <laughs> home of the cream cheese? <laughs> Okay. Lies and yeah. yeah, I don't know. So it seems like that. <laughs> All right. So that was the number one. That's the most popular article on BuzzFeed. Uh, number two was uh, this is what Courtney Kardashian texted Scott Disick after he DM'd her about uh, her, uh, her her ex about her and Travis Barker. Easy to follow. Yeah. Uh, number three, uh, Haley Steinfeld rejected Harry Jowsey's thirsty DMs in a very brutal way, and I'm living for it. You want to know that? <laughs> Sam. I mean, if Harry Jowsey DM'd me, I'd be concerned. Okay. All right. Uh, so I guess um, Harry Jowsey, uh, I don't know, the, the, the whole back I don't know and who forth. that is. This doesn't make yeah, who is this, Nicole? He's one of the hot dummies on the island. Oh, um, from oh, the first right. Too Hot to Handle? Exactly. Wow. Yeah, okay. He cost them so much money. <laughs> um, I guess is is this like part of a bit? He's just like uh, sending DMs to crazy people. I mean, Haley Steinfeld is like a very accomplished actress, like nominated for an Oscar at age fourteen type stuff. I don't think he's in the same bracket as her. Mm. Well, Buzz, Buzzfeed is alive and well. That's clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know uh, that. Okay, it's a, it's it's very long, hard to follow. <laughs> it's like she's talking about like Dax Shepard and like uh, I don't know. I would change her number after that. Uh, and then I guess the uh, the only other thing that might be uh, of note here: uh, twenty four things that I, a dumb American, am fascinated to learn are apparently totally normal in Europe. Eve. Mm. You can be the judge of that. I don't listen. It seems like all these articles are very similar and like anyone can write them. (laughs) Should we uh, write a pitch of BuzzFeed article? (laughs) I'm going to keep a write a BuzzFeed article. If we go into Nicole's like times time machine where we go from men to boys and then Mm -hmm. babies. Yeah. Back to 2015 when BuzzFeed was cool. I say yes. Akiva, there's one. I don't think you're ready for how much Coachella has changed in 10 years and how many celebs were wearing uh, flower crowns. I, I think I'm it. very ready. I'm ready. <laughs> if you wanted to tell me that, I've okay. never been more ready. All right. Um, so, what was this article about? Buzzfeed. Did we get buzzed. Get we get. Buzzed. We, I think. I think Robin Akiva get. I don't. Was it? Were we getting buzzed? Was, was this three? <laughs> we getting fed. Robin Akiva get fed. Okay. Get fed right. to the buzz. All right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Number four. Number four for real. Oh, it was oops all feed. It was oops, oops all, all feed. feed. Okay. <laughs> we're out. Okay. Uh, does anybody uh, else on the panel have one before I swipe in with the fourth thing? Well, well, I'm just going to say this because I've been I, I've pitched this to Akiva privately Uh-oh. a few times and it and it mm-hmm. hasn't seen the light of day. So I'm just going to get to do the idea justice. So this wasn't this was a crappy movie idea that um, mm-hmm. it wasn't mine. It came up. I forget on what um, episode it was. It's, it was pitched Monkey Bone, the 2001 mm-hmm. comedy. Film with Brendan Fraser. Um, somebody is Chris Kattan in that also? Chris Kattan is in it. Whoopi Goldberg is oh. in it. 
So it has a number of Renap Universe tie-ins. Um, when it got pitched, uh, Akiva or Rob said somebody, oh, somebody watch this and just make sure that it's not, you know, mm-hmm. did you watch for any it? Reason. Yes. I watched it and I live tweeted it, yes. my watching of it. And I mm-hmm. told Akiva I watched it. I think it would be good for the crappy movie diaper. And he didn't bring it up on the podcast. Uh, and- well, I, here's the thing. I think I said, here's my problem. I'm not like anti putting this movie on necessarily. Yeah. I don't think it has any, like what we were talking about before with like people caring about the IP helps. I don't yeah. think it, it has any level of familiarity to the listener. And so like, what is it? It's just a bad movie. Like I, I feel like mm-hmm. some of the other bad movies Amanda, on there are like what more prominent. Attracted you to this movie that made you want to watch it? I watched it in two thousand one, and I really liked it when okay. I watched it in the theater. And so I went to watch it. I mean, it's a bad movie. Like, would like, you, you know, come on and be the guest uh, if if it was in the crappy movie diaper? I would be honored to be the guest talking uh, about this movie. So uh, I mean, Akiva, you'd get the Doctor Amanda bump. Well, let me let me sort of. I don't want to. I, I don't want to say no, but I'm just going to read you some of the things that have never come up in the crap movie diaper. Some of them have been there for over three years at this point. Okay, Mac and Me, which I know is a personal favorite of yours. You'd like to watch it at some point. I would be excited. I think there's been a lot of hype. It's been there for years. Weekend, weekend at Bernie's too. Yeah. Okay. That's- Chairman of the board. Howard the Duck. Speed two cruise control. Air Bud. I, I think we could cut Chairman of the board. You want to cut it? All right, fine. We'll cut Chairman of the board. What's that? The Carrot Top movie. Yes, the carrot top. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. excited for carrot top. I, I, I don't, I'm not going to die on the hill of monkey bone. You're, it's a bad movie. I mean, it has Chris. Who be doing good? Chris Kattan. The Chris Kattan sequence is incredible. Yeah. I'll just say. Yeah, we already have Theodore Rex as a whoopee cushion. Mm-hmm. He's got a whoopee cushion in it. Has it. Chris oh. Kattan, who uh, was of Celebrity Big Brother. John Turturro is the voice of the monkey, which I didn't realize until watching it the second time um who's a star of the hit television show severance that has a great podcast on post show recap mm-hmm. yeah oh <laughs> okay so there's some connective tissue yeah i yeah so again i just wanted to put it out there i think i think i think it could be fun if you if you feel really happy with what movies are already in the movie diaper um i just think next week robin keever watching monkey bone i don't know if that's like people are you know Rushing the streets, excited mm, about that. Mm-hmm. But if you're watching it with Amanda, I'm rushing the street. Oh, thank you, Nicole. I say you put yeah. it in. Just saying, I mean, you have you have the uh, the Amanda heat. Keith is so unimpressed. Yeah, well, like, she could come on in there for a while. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about Airbud or something. Or Scooby is strictly anti monkey bone. It's, it's crazy. Okay, all right. Compared to some of the other movies you guys have talked about, like I think it's like. Pretty right up there with them. I think that he might have to get you the hat at that point officially. (laughs) All right. uh, You ready for number five? That one's loud. Number five. Yeah. Okay. I thought we only do four. We, we we have five. In what universe? Yeah. What I thought we did. I thought we were doing Mount Rushmore. Have we been doing five? We, we've done five. Yes. Okay. Fine. Yes. I'm not. I'm not like. All right. Listen. I had. I, I ate a lot of matzah. I was. We were. The seder ended at two thirty last yeah. night. Same. Same. What happens? What does the matzah? How does it affect you? It makes you sluggish. Yeah. It makes. It's a lot. It. it yeah. First of all, you don't eat the whole day really because there's nothing you could eat because you don't eat the chametz all day. But you're not allowed to have matzah, so there's nothing you could really eat. 
It's mm-hmm. the worst eating day of the year, other than the fast days. You just then, you just drink a, a bottle of mustard in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, no mustard, you couldn't have mustard. You're not allowed to mustard. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then there's no, um, and then like there's no food. Like the the way the seder works is like the food comes later. So you're doing a lot of singing and talking and whatever. Kids, what the kids learn in school, they're singing their songs, the manashtana. And like, and then next thing you know, it's eleven thirty at night, and you're sitting mm-hmm. down to dinner. So yeah, it's a long, it's a long day. A lot, and then you eat a lot of matzah. The singing? I mean, it sounds like a party. It's an educational it's, podcast. The kids are singing. The kids sing the songs they learn in school, and then yeah. you sing family songs together. Hey, that it's sounds nice. so nice. I, I yeah. would be so happy if it my kids nice. were uh, singing songs to us. <laughs> yeah, no, you could come to the seder one year. Mm-hmm. I just think that uh, it, it is nice, but it's a late night, and then it sort of ruins the next day. In my head, I thought we only did four ideas. I don't know why. You sure? We sure have done we... five ideas. I am 100% positive that you okay. had recently said that yeah. we, um, w- when we went back to do the Renap recap, we uh, started yeah, doing, yeah. like, we said at that point it was only going to be the f- uh, five ideas. You had said mm-hmm. that, yep. that after that, in the, in the past, we went from five ideas to four ideas at one point. I don't remember how long we stayed at four ideas. But okay. in the in the past couple of months, we have done a uh, five ideas. Okay, all right. Yeah. I believe you. I've just been a long day. Um, number five is from anonymous. It's called Robin Akiva have an ultimatum, Ooh. and this person says, based on the new Netflix show, The okay. Ultimatum, all the RGB podcast duos, duos are shuffled and paired up with a new person that week. Throughout the week, the new duos record <laughs> a new segment about whatever. Uh, it could be Fishback and Chappelle, Jacob Jones and Akiva, Ali and Mari, Mike Bloom and TikTok Nicole. We listen to new co-host dynamics we don't usually hear. Possibilities are endless. Not really endless because there's a finite amount of duos, but still, whatever. Do you think Steven is down for this, Rob? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Um, this is so disruptive to everybody's podcast <laughs> that there, there is like almost nobody, I think, who would want to do this. I think if, you, if Sam Moore, like Senator Feeler, like, hey, who wants to participate? Tell me what podcast. I think a lot of people say yes. Are you in the pool? Are you in the, uh, the pod swapping pool? On? Sam, come on. Sam... Sam has a good uh, sense of what what the fellow podcasters. Sam, who coordinates uh, so much of the production, uh, is mm-hmm. in uh, constant contact with uh, so many of the podcast hosts. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Sam. Sam might have. Uh, he might have fallen off yeah. during the mailbag. Yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. So, what would yeah. the ultimate be? Like, let's say I love podcasting with Mike Bloom. Like, is Liana shit out of luck? Like, what happens? Yeah, you're stuck. Yeah, if you if you join the pool, it's like. Uh, Mm-hmm. You're stuck with whoever you're stuck with. You have yeah. to make it as complicated as the ultimatum show is about its premise. Mm-hmm. If I don't leave with a ring, I'm going to be pissed. Okay. Uh, I, Breaking news, by the way, Rob. Yep. yep. Shut up, Tim says he would be honored to come on. And, okay. and you ask him what is the right time of year? Oh, of course I did. He has not responded to that. Yeah. I, I, he has not responded to that part of the question yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is the biggest part? I'm an idiot. Okay. So. I would say unless that there are an overwhelming uh, number of uh, current RJP podcast hosts that would be interested in this, I say I say we leave this alone. All right. Well, we can get a feel from Sam, but yeah, unless unless there's a, a huge demand, I agree. But anyway, that was my uh, fifth idea of the week. Okay. All right. Great job, Akiva. Great job. All right. So should we check in with what uh, associate producer? Amanda had to say uh, if there's anything mm-hmm. else, any old business about from last week. And what she said was uh, Akiva mentioned the hot takeoff might be ready this week. 
I haven't heard anything about it, but okay. um, we, I could I could send the note over to KMAC and see what's up. Yes. Also, uh, Akiva said that he was testing three different options for a sequel to the Oregon Trail this week. Mm-hmm. That's going to be next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I start. I did start doing one of them. I did yeah. start, and then I realized I'm gonna I'm not going to be able to finish this week because I it's I'm going to have to play through all three games. It's gonna How take long a does while. the game take? So, I think one of them is like Aren't an you the hour. same guy who logged like a thousand Among Us games. This <laughs> <laughs> was a busy week. I had Passover. Yeah, I will. It, someone tweet at me on Wednesday and remind me. Okay. <laughs> Somebody jump I on that. I did think about it this week. I didn't forget. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't forget. I just realized I wasn't going to be able to do it. <laughs> Set a reminder to text the key on Wednesday. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, we did add a lot of stuff to the uh, wheel last week. Yeah. Okay. Um, any other pitches or, or, or things to potentially uh, put towards the wheel? I'm um, I had a quick one. Yes, yes, Jason. Uh, it's kind of like, uh, I think you guys do good at the banter stuff, so I, I thought maybe you could do uh, some, some ratings. Uh, maybe ha- uh, poll the listeners and get some topics uh, and see what they think is overrated and underrated, and you guys talk about each topic and whether it is overrated, underrated, overrated, or Overrated, underrated, rated. properly rated. Have we done this ever before, Akiva? I'm not. I'm no Runap historian. It it sort of sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I like the I like the idea. Amanda, Nicole, does that ring a bell uh, for you? I mean, it's definitely a flavor of show that's like consistent with things you've done in the past. But that exact, there's probably somebody screaming at their phone right now. Yeah. That so you there's have, never but, been anything yeah. with like rate in the mm-hmm. in the title. I'm looking through uh, in the show notes. We have a link to all of the episodes. Um, I don't know if we, uh, I, I think it's interesting. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Uh, you know, who does that? Akiva, Gary V uh, does uh, that on his podcast a lot. He says well, if something's overrated, underrated. Yeah, but he always has like, um, like, like throw something out. I'll, I'll, I'll be him. NFTs. Oh, uh, NFTs incredibly underrated. Uh, it's uh, the, the, you know the market is uh, like it's gonna it's one billionth of uh, what it what it's gonna be. It's mm-hmm. so underrated it right now. now. It's incredibly underrated. Mm-hmm. Pizza, pi- pizza. You know what? It, it's underrated. Uh, pizza is great. People don't talk about it enough. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's underrated. I can't believe we're on a podcast Microsoft with Excel. right now. Microsoft Excel is. Um, Properly rated, like uh, people, it's 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 good, like uh, like you know, but Google Sheets. Google Sheets. <laughs> so so you, so you so you just do that. Would there be like a panel? Would there be like somebody? What do you think, Jason? How do you How, think? It would oh, work? Okay. Um, I wonder if it, if I if I may j- jump in, um, that we should get the list of things, and then maybe uh, is this too much of the census? Uh, did the we have to predict what did the audience say? Did the audience could say also give our opinion? Overrated, underrated, uh, yeah. properly rated. That's good. I like yeah, that. I think that's good. I, like I think that. it's different from the census. That was what ah, I said. We could give our so, takes. Okay, so, and- so Jay, that, that was that was your the way you pitched it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't sorry, catch that sorry about either. that. that I thought was, that way that, that people was... cared what what Akiva and I thought were overrated, underrated, uh, properly rated. No, Jason but, doesn't care. Jason wants the, we the are, math. Yes. We okay. So that uh, you know, I think that that's fun, and then nobody's going to get mad at us for like, oh, how did, you said blueberries were overrated, and they're not. <laughs> 
Um, but so, you guys do give your opinions on what you think it is. Sure, and we're, and we're guessing also. What you're, the you're trying said. to get, you're trying to see what the audience also thought, I and mean, if you guys agree or disagree. Okay, and what's the name of this podcast? Uh, Robin, I've been Robin to keep our, our master properly raiders. Ra- master raiders. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I would have our properly. Yeah. No. Raider, Robin Akiva are are properly rated. What about are, that? Are properly rated? Or yeah, uh, I think that's that's fine. Okay, let's let's put that onto the wheel. Yeah, I like it. Okay, that's really good. Pitch last second wheel pitch. Ooh, yes. So. Okay, properly rated. Mm-hmm. Okay, should we wheel jam that? Is that, is that ethic- <laughs> <It's> <laughs> ethical? Ethical. Okay. Uh, properly rated. All right. Here we go. Let's talk about what's on the wheel as of uh, right now. Heading into episode number 173. Season 3, episode 7. The coin flip. The crappy movie diaper. Guest choice. Could be a little bit of a sticky situation there. The 2022 hot takeoff. Akiva says not eligible for next week. We have the five spot. Robin Akiva, our extra. Oops, all mailbag. Listener choice. I literally just told you. The Akiva drive spot. Bollywood. Renapper's Gone Wild. Uh, Robin Akiva Need a New Catchphrase. Listener Rodeo, yeah. mm-hmm. which was added last week. Yes. Uh, Robin Akiva, this is how we roll. Can we remind people what they are? So, Listener Rodeo, how we roll is the name of a CBS show. We're just going to watch whatever episodes that the week if it comes episode, up while it's right. on there. Right. Listener Rodeo is basically listeners call up and they try and stay on the phone with us for as long as possible. Winners, the person who stays on for as long as possible. Sure, uh, and then if we are bored with them or we want to go, then we're gonna uh, we're we're looking for any reason to get rid of them. And then Robin Akiva hit rock bottom. We're gonna watch the two worst rock movies. Uh, somebody did sort of pitch that maybe we should that should be a permanent spot on the wheel, and then we always sort of watch the worst rock. Like maybe we have like the five worst rock movies in a bag or something, and we pick one of them out. Interesting. So like we're always watching one of the worst in rock a movies. Bag I almost of rocks? Think that's, yeah, in a bag of rocks. With, hmm. with the names on them and we're always watching like the worst i think that we, we, we don't need a device i think we're just we watch whatever is the next worst rock movie yeah that's what that that's that was part of a pitch also mm-hmm. but because the first one we're watching two do you think we should just watch one at a time and keeps and stays on the wheel forever now let's pull the panel okay jason what what do you think on uh, robert key hit rock bottom i think one at a time is good I do also think there's a, a chance to rotate out the person that you're picking the worst movie for. Um, one could be The Rock. The other could be like, uh, I don't know, Ben Affleck. One could be What's Kevin Hart. What's the worst Ben Affleck movie? <laughs> it's not like Geely or something, wasn't he? In the- oh, yeah. yeah no, definitely. Ge- Geely, are, are, are you sure I, I, that we I don't stand Geely now? Yeah. Well, I, ben I know and Jenny are back, baby. I know. <laughs> you, I, I, honestly, we love stuff from twenty G- years ago. G- right? Yeah. Geely two, be, baby, should be in the crappy movie diaper. Geely two would be huge. Yeah. Um. Okay. Worst. Is that just marry me? No. Well, that's that's Owen Wilson. That? That's for the you know the the cars uh, uh cars three X. <laughs> okay. Worst uh rated Ben Affleck movie. Okay. I think it's Geely. Is it Geely? I think so. That's yeah. one of like the notoriously worst movies. It, yeah, I think it also yeah, it doesn't hold up well either. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that there's like a depiction of a uh, special needs person that does not uh, hold up oh, well. Um, hmm. Okay. Uh, Maybe so, there's a reason these bad movies are yeah. bad. 
According to Rotten Tomatoes, you know what the best uh, Ben Affleck movie is? I don't know what year this is from. Uh, Goodwill Hunting? <laughs> I don't know. According to this, it's Mallrats, 57%. I don't know what that happened. seems impossible. Yeah, I love- never had... That's low. He's never had something over fifty-seven. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Okay. Well, he's like the main character, Mallrats. Okay. No, he's not the main. He's the guy from Fashionable Male. I, th- I think not uh, the main yeah. character. Okay. I think Daredevil should, needs to be used in consideration for the worst, the worst movie. That was uh, really bad. Okay, so Geely uh, is the second uh, lowest-rated Ben Affleck movie. Uh, the worst is a movie uh, called The Last Thing He Wanted from uh, twenty twenty. Which I don't know if that was like a direct to netflix special or something like that surviving christmas with james gandolfini is uh the third worst they never heard of the last thing he wanted mm-hmm. okay it's a political thriller film based on the 1996 novel by joan didion and yeah. it stars anne hathaway ben affleck yeah rounding out the top 10 at number six is pearl harbor from 2001 mm-hmm. uh, number seven is reindeer games uh, number nine is uh, Batman versus Superman: colon, Dawn of Justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, number ten is uh, two thousand seven Smoking Aces. Yeah, those are all bad. So many, so many bad movies. Why I is he was just in famous? one that got panned really bad. Wait, which was, one? He was just in oh. one that got panned really bad. I forgot what the name, Dark Water or something. Dark something Water. water. Okay. Uh, the accountant uh, somehow was oh, yeah. uh, very high. It's a fifty-one percent. It's the second oh, best. Movie it has to be higher than fifty-seven, Rob. I, there's no way. You, uh, no, Sam, Sam Morris has pointed out that Argo won Best Picture and has ninety-six. But was he in? Was he in it? He directed yeah. it, right? I know was he, he directed it. it? Yeah. Was he? No, in he it? wasn't. He was the main character in it. Okay, Sam Moore, Did you miss that we called for you before? What happened? Come on screen if mm-hmm. you're available. Okay. This I'm tell bestlifeonline.com uh, the yeah, worst Ben need- Affleck movies of all time according to critics. Tell them. Hmm. I'm sorry, I took a bathroom break. My bad. Mm, oh, Sam, we timing. have a question for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, Rob, what was the, what was the pitch? Do you remember? How many uh, RHAP co-hosts are mm-hmm. going to basically do an ultimatum type swap uh, to swap uh, spots to make the Robin Akiva get an ultimatum work? Okay. How well, many? Uh, how many? How many? Uh, that uh, give me some number. The, the, enough for it to be. Enough yeah. for it to be. How many? Okay. How many are going to be interested in that? I mean, if like uh, you know, I mean, ER if people will go on Friends that week and vice versa. Do they have the to crossover. be interested, or can we just tell them that they're doing it? No, I want to know the uh, uh, not names, <laughs> but a number, boss. a number in your head. Interested, like zero, one people that we could. I, I, I can think. I, I think I know one. Uh, <laughs> you yeah. think? You think if you if you send out a form and like check a box, everyone says no. I think people I, I, would do it begrudgingly, uh, but exactly. how many people would be actually uh, interested uh, by the idea? I think it, I think it would be two. Yeah, I think the the number is pretty low if we don't force people. Jason, you wouldn't you wouldn't switch up Married at First Sight for a week. Well, I mean, are we switching our actual shows? Oh, yeah, you're switching your shows. Oh, you meant shows. I thought we were talking couples. What? No, what is wrong about? with you? <laughs> That's why Wait, I was what? so low. It's time out. Who are the two people oh, you think would actually God. switch couples? I don't know. I, I have no idea who. 
Being the Versailles Sam around here. Gossip Girl here, XOXO. That's why I'm like, probably not unless we force them. Because I don't the switch partners. Uh-oh. I don't know. That's why I was so confused. What is I'm this? Like, I what is this? <laughs> How is that your first assumption? <laughs> because that's what the show is. I'm sorry for thinking oh, you just. I, guess. I didn't know what the ultimatum is about. To be fair. Hmm. That's a large jump, Sam. Maybe I should have explained. Yeah. So basically, it would be like a oh, crossover episode. Podcast co-hosts. People switch podcasts oh, I for the week. Podcast I was like, Sam, are you insane? Like, I'm sure a lot of people would want to do this. It seems yeah. like a fun idea. Oh, yeah. For once. Yeah, we could probably get a bunch of people to do that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, the moment has passed. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. You already squeezed the juice out of it. We need it. <laughs> All right. All right. Th- thank you, Sam. Thanks, Sam. Okay. Goodbye. All right. Um, You've got a new clip for the best of uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nicole's reaction. <laughs> I Yeah, that was a lot. Oh, you want to spin the wheel? <laughs> <laughs> Let's spin the wheel. I, gotta, I, really, I, I would pay, I would pay $100. Well, yeah. I'm not going to say that because he'll, he'll yeah, DM so, me right now. Sam, could I'll you, pay could several you, dollars. This is why I was so confused. Sam, could you email all the podcast hosts and see if they would uh, do a couple swap? Uh... <laughs> no, that's why I was like, why is this coming I want to know I'm who he thought would say yes. I really yeah. want to talk about ultimatum, not wife swap, Sam. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why, like, you know, you throw a dart, maybe you hit something, but, like, I was like, zero, maybe one. Like, I was not high. Who was the one, Sam? I don't know. Now, you I have someone in mind. You had someone in mind. You had someone in mind. Personal business. <laughs> you were thinking of a specific person. I did it. I was just, <laughs> I was just like saying, like otherwise, it wouldn't have been a conversation. If you could just, like just, zero just put it in on. the chat, Sam. It's fine. You don't need to say it. Just put it in the chat. Okay. All right. All right. Let's get to, let's get to the wheel. In the wheel. Thank you, Sam. Oh my God. Sam's got to come on more often. Iconic moments. Okay. All right. Coming in hot. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, get ready for episode number 173. We've got a wheel spin. Here we go. What's coming up on the wheel next week? Okay. Oh, it's the listener rodeo. Oh, yes. Okay. It'll be fun. So how are we going to do this, Uncle Kiwi? Uh, This is going to be a Twitter spaces? Is this going to be a Zoom call? Uh, What did we say last week? I think that a Twitter spaces, I think, would be uh, easier to do. And we're just calling up people from the panel? Yeah, because I think that with with Zoom, like having done like a lot of this stuff, like I, mm-hmm. I think that with a Zoom, a lot of times it's like, all right, let's bring this person on. All right. And then it's like uh, it could take like, you know, 30 to 45 seconds for people to like get their camera on on yeah, mute. Okay, uh, whereas I think to Twitter spaces, uh, probably it's like maybe like 10 seconds to get a new person on. All right, I'm in. Okay. Uh, and no. then, you know, you have a, like, um, people can just like, uh, jump in. If anybody is, uh, terrible, they get run immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, no big deal. Yeah. Probably helps if you have your real name also, if you want us to call you up. Yeah. I almost never, I'm going to pick up anybody on Twitter spaces that doesn't have a profile picture. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least like a name I recognize for, uh, mm-hmm. you know, back. Um, so yeah, it, do you want to set a time now? 
Uh, so people yeah. could plan on coming on. <laughs> well, maybe maybe we want to have uh, you know uh, Sam Moore uh, back back <laughs> in the mix. Uh, Sam, could you let us know in the chat uh, the target window of when uh, we're looking at doing this? Uh, but I think probably Saturday, probably Saturday afternoon uh, okay. Eastern time is yep. uh, when yep. we're looking at. But mm-hmm. also helps if you're uh, the like the back half of your Twitter handle isn't eight seven four five six five 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 three two one. Yeah. Those are the, yeah. tend to be in um, general, you know, on the not worst uh, social media <laughs> app, the worst people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. The more numbers at the end, t- typically, uh, the, Amanda, that's my TED talk. Yeah, what happened uh, numbers? Yeah. I'm Keith 26. Yeah. I think two is an okay man. And two is an okay. Have, right? uh, when, you, when you get to like seven numbers at the end of your well, I Twitter think even handle. Five is- I think five is even pushing. It's, a, a it's an exponential chart. More numbers, yeah. the worse the yeah. Twitter is. I, I used to, you know, rally against underscores. I've dropped that platform. Mm-hmm. Numbers yeah, at the end of your so happy. Yeah. Better an underscore than a string of numbers. I'd rather, you know, five underscores than six numbers. <laughs> <laughs> the multi on the underscore. That's something. <laughs> that's the move. That's a power move. It's a power move. Okay. All right. Let's, uh, thank our panel once again for making this uh, a great episode. Of course, uh, we'll start with the star of Around the Nicole Horn. <laughs> Nicole, where can people keep up with what you're doing? You can find me on social media at Behind the Secret, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you're following me online and not in real life, that's probably the best. And if you want to hear me talk about Top Chef, I'm over on Silent Podcasts, um, where there is plenty of fighting. Okay. How is the season of Top Chef? It's really good. Like, I think me, Naomi, and Gia want to take like a first trip out, a girls' trip out to Houston, go hang out with Chappelle and eat some barbecue very soon. Mm-hmm. You should do that. That sounds like fun. Okay. No, that sounds like my dream trip. <laughs> It'd be more than fun. No, that is like girls' night to a T. That would be amazing. Okay. And Chappelle always is invited to girls' night. All right. Then, Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz, of course, we mentioned the critically acclaimed. And uh, incredibly popular Severance post show recap. Also, uh, that you podcast also the the WeWork show, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks, Rob. Yeah, so I'm also podcasting a post show recaps about We Crashed, which is the Apple TV Plus show that covers uh, WeWork. So if you follow me on Twitter, you can see everything that I'm up to. I hope to keep on podcasting so there might be more in store and you can follow me at dr amanda r on twitter that's dr amanda r amanda are you on the apple tv plus beat over on post show recaps i think that that's i think i've been put on the apple tv plus beat and there's like great except for the most popular show there ted lasso yeah well severance is is is, i think uh you know up and coming as a big one yeah so the uh, ted lasso is covered but um there's there's lots of new interesting stuff coming out from apple tv plus akiva turned me on to for all mankind but then i watched the whole series and then uh that i I feel like he didn't even watch it i did i finished it i i I was stuck during the olympics but i finished it what do you think uh, I, I like loved it. it. I loved it. But yeah, yeah. You, you know, you told, season three. You told me like uh, I was like, oh, what's it? What like what's about it? You couldn't tell me anything about it. Uh, it's like, well, what's different? He's like, well, you're like uh, some kids wear like uh, Russia t-shirts, and then like that didn't even happen. <laughs> that wasn't even in the yeah, show. It, it did. It did happen. It did happen. I didn't make that. People one think Russia is really cool. And uh, like, there what? are there is there is a scene where kids are wearing Russia t-shirts. But, okay. Yeah, uh, for all mankind is good. <laughs> um, but the WeWork show is not so good, Amanda. Right. 
I mean, I would never she say that it every about, week. about the show that I podcast on a, a public forum. I, 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 people, there's, there's really, too many. Really good performances. Uh, Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting. It's, I mean, if you know the story, there's diminishing returns to watching, you know, every mm-hmm. single episode. But it's worth and checking it's, out. Yeah, it's Jared Leto, right? Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway. Pretty big names, honestly. For mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, Apple, Apple TV, TV Plus, Plus brings a lot of the stars money. out. It really yeah. does. Yeah. Okay. Disney Plus, take notes. Take Get notes. Tom Bergeron back. Get Tom Bergeron <laughs> back. Okay. All right. Well, uh, great job today, Amanda, and then. Jason Reed back with us. Is this five times for you yet, Jason? This is four. So, four. You know, okay, four. get that Almost hat there. on standby. We'll get it. We'll get it on ice. Okay. Uh, Jason, what's coming up for you? Uh, you know, uh, according to the previous conversation, I'm uh, nervous to reveal my Twitter handle, but it is uh, J A Y R 1085. You're right on the line. You're right on the line. You're one number away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right once uh, you get you to find, a zip code yeah it's trouble you're gonna you can find me podcasting about married at first sight which you did confirm that season 10 is now on netflix uh so watch that uh we're in season 14 right now um uh recapping that season with my co-host asia welch can also I ask known you, as asia welch. Jason, do, you, do you know is that like uh like the like uh survivor heroes versus villains of uh married at first sight like is that yes. the best season season 10 yes season 10 is considered one of the best seasons it's got some of the best uh drama of the series so they picked a very good uh season to pick mm-hmm. to, to be their their lead out on netflix they know what they're doing yep um also uh on poster recaps uh recapping winning time oh, on yes. hbo max uh, with Grace Leader, so check that out uh, when you can. Uh, we're having a fun time recapping that one. It's been a fun first season, so yeah. check us out there as well. Can I ask that? Uh, so I have not been keeping up with Winning Time, but I, I heard that there was uh, a uh, a moment about a person in Winning Time who it was revealed that they performed uh, their own circumcision. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, it's a uh, interesting uh, moments of scenes there as he talks about why he did it and. Uh, very interesting locker room moment as well. Yeah. Okay. So if that's not an endorsement for checking out winning time, I don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Check passed. All right, cool. All right. And then, uh, Uncle Kiwi, what's coming up for you? Um, we got, uh, NGOG this week. We did a triple episode. That was, uh, that was fun. We have, you covered three fans. episodes in one podcast, correct? It was like a three, it was like a three. Yes, we covered yeah. three episodes in one. It was a three parter on new girl and a one parter on NGOG. Um, 32 fans we played a fun for us but very complicated game it was very complicated uh, it, was very, it was very complicated but we had a good time you, you um, two were enjoying yourselves yes we enjoyed ourselves um, on the patron feed and then the main feed was um, what did we do this week uh, NBA I think it was an NBA preview we did an NBA preview on the, on the main feed on 32 fans and um, and uh, Passover I'd like to plug Passover mm-hmm. <laughs> holiday for uh, su- such fun we got Passover we got Easter we got Ramadan something for everyone truly mm-hmm. this week very yeah. fun all right and of course uh, plenty going on over on uh, Robin's podcast it was a huge double episode of Survivor it's some really fun podcasts uh, Christian Hubicki joined us uh, I talked with Tiffany Seely on the feedback show I talked to uh, one of uh, Nicole's co-hosts over on uh, the uh, Top Chef Recap Geo Worthy on the uh, patron-only Survivor Academy. So lots of great Survivor stuff coming your way over at Rob has a website, 
com. Plus, I got the chance to talk about uh, Formula One uh, colon drive mm. to survive over on Nothing But Netflix. Chappelle and I talked with Amy Chan. Have you watched any of that, Akiva? Yeah, I've seen all of it. Yeah, I've watched every season. You like it? Yeah, well, I watch the races also. I watch the races every Sunday. Uh, it says the spoilers. You get the spoilers. I get this. Exactly. I watch the spoilers um, and then you get excited. But it's one of those shows you get excited. To like, ooh, I can't wait to see this. Um, yeah. We on only covered just, it was basically like why you should check it out. Uh, we watched. Did you, uh, how many episodes did you watch? I watched just the first episode of season four. Chappelle watched a couple more and Amy is a super fan. Did you, did it make you like maybe curious to watch the sport more? The I have a no interest B? in watching the sport. I would watch more episodes of the show. The show's really good. Honestly, you could just watch the, the show and you'd be fine. Okay. All right. Well, thank you all so much for being here with us for Around the Nicole Horn. We'll be back with the Listener Rodeo, looking at probably around, uh, what, 1, 2 o'clock on Saturday coming up next probably, week? So Probably yeah. more, too, yeah. Yeah, all right. Keep an eye out. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll have it on Twitter for you if you uh, want to be in the Listener Rodeo coming up next week. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Stream the biggest movies and TV shows for free on Pluto TV. Watch movies like Titanic and G.I. Joe The Rise of Cobra, plus TV shows like CSI and Star Trek The Next Generation. Starting this month, check out the 24-7 Stargate channel exclusively on Pluto TV, plus hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and TV shows absolutely free. Download the free Pluto TV app on your favorite streaming device and start watching today. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.